0: MRN's Classic Races are brought to you by Hercules Tires.
1: MRN Radio presents the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Tonight, the goodies, 500... Sponsored by Western Auto, the only official auto parts store in the history of NASCAR. Western Auto and Western Autos Parts America by Unocal 76. For quality gasoline, keep your eye on the ball. By Ray Bestis Brakes, the official brake of NASCAR. By STP. Celebrating 25 years with Richard Petty. A partnership in racing and high performance. STP, drive a better car. By Pontiac, the official pace car of NASCAR. 25 years running. Pontiac, we are driving excitement. By Gatorade Thirst Quencher, the official sports beverage of NASCAR. Hey, life's a sport, drink it up. By Smooth Bush Beer. And easy drinking Bush Life. Bush, the official beer of NASCAR. By Kmart, America's Outfitters, where everything we do is built around you. And by Ford Trucks
2: and your local Ford dealer. Have you driven a Ford truck lately? At the Bristol Motor Speedway, the field of 39 who will contest tonight's Goody's Headache Powder 500 has moved on to the racetrack now, making the first of several pace laps before we will turn them loose to go racing 500 laps. The distance tonight, 266 and a half miles, and always exciting when we race under the lights at the world's fastest half mile as we get set to go in the Goody's 500 here at Bristol. MRN Radio, glad that you've joined us for our coverage of the 22nd race of the NASCAR Winston Cup season. Right now, what is going to happen for the next couple of moments as they'll make several pace laps around the speedway to finish drying the racetrack. What we haven't mentioned thus far, Barney, is that the last practice session this afternoon was cut short a little bit by weather.
3: Yeah, they had uh, about two rain showers that came through, one very heavy water for a little while, and the racetrack got very wet, a lot of it down on pit road, they had to do a lot of sweeping down there. So the racetrack is not really, really wet, but it's kind of damp, just like you would have a mist on it, so they will make sure it is 100% dry before they turn them loose, and the best way to do that is to put the cars out there, and the heat from those headers will do it in a hurry.
2: And the other thing that is happening right now is they have some uh, street sweeping equipment, if you will, that is down working the front stretch pit area where the cars were gridded. The teams and the uh, track officials and NASCAR officials pretty much able to get the pit road dried up everywhere except where the cars were gridded on the front stretch pits right now working that area just to try and dry it up so if we have some pit stops early in the race uh, before it might just dry naturally that the uh, conditions are uh, safe and as safe as possible for that to happen. So we'll be just a couple of extra pace laps before we turn them loose. Take a minute to remind you that Bobby Labonte is racing for charity tonight as always it is the Wix Charity Challenge from our friends at Wix Filters. They donate a buck to the United Way for every lap that Bobby runs during the 1996 NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Over 4,000 raced so far. We'll give you the updated total at the end of tonight's race.
3: Well, we said this fireworks would probably kick off early, and indeed I think they will here at Bristol, Tennessee. This is a fascinating place to watch them race. A lot of times if you have a problem with brakes or whatever, you can see sometimes those hubs get so hot they actually turn red here under the lights at Bristol, Tennessee. If the cars are not properly set up the way they should be, a lot of times you'll see them, what we call bottoming out, meaning the uh, chassis is hitting over in the concrete going through the turns. You'll see a lot of sparks there. In addition to those sparks, you're going to see a lot of others bouncing off each other around here. That's just a natural. It's a given at Bristol. Fortunately, we don't have a full moon tonight, so
2: maybe things Uh, will be a little better. Yeah, we've seen a few of those nights here before where we've had, uh, what, I think the record in this race is 20 cautions we had here one night, just uh, time after time after time. They were bouncing off each other in every which way. Uh, uh, Last year, we had the race uh, held up by rain some, but actually it ran fairly quickly when it did run, and of course the spectacular finish with Terry Labonte getting bottled up in traffic, getting tapped from behind by Dale Earnhardt and literally crashing across the finish. Finish line to take the checkered flag. We've seen about any, anything you can see here at Bristol in the past and have no reason to believe we won't have more of the same tonight. No, it'll be, uh, it, it, it will
3: not be short on action, we'll put it that way. Let's take a swing around the racetrack. They'll be going racing here very shortly. One of uh, our best reporters is over in turn number three to cover the action over there. He's a part-time bartender, so here we are, directly from the bar, Joe Moore.
0: right, thank you, Barney. Taking a break here from the bartending duties. We'll be watching the cars come off turn two and hit this back straightaway. The drivers will tell you it's like coming off a gigantic sliding board, but doing it at about 120 miles an hour. That's coming off the banking of turn two and hitting this back straight away. About the time you get the car set, going in the straight line, you take one breath, maybe you have a t- a type one breath, suddenly you're back in the 36-degree banking of turns three and four. If you're going to pass somebody, it's got to be done down on the inside, almost unheard of to make a move on the outside of somebody unless they have some sort of problem. But if you can get a run coming off turn two down to the inside of somebody, get up alongside them halfway down this back straightaway, chances are you can beat them into turn number three and make your pass complete by the time you get to turn four. We'll follow the action here down this back
2: stretch and into turns three and four this evening. The field set to go racing when they come off of turn number four. This time, Elmo Langley behind the wheel of the Ford Mustang. Pace car tonight about to hang the hard left down onto pit road. 500 laps of racing set to be led off by Mark Martin on the bush pole. Time to start the goodies 500. About 90,000
3: fans ready to watch it. Green flag is in the air, and they head off to turn number one. And on the break as they get into the corner, Mark Martin will try to get out single file. He'll pull it off before they get off turn two. Mark Martin's Ford
0: shows the way. Jeff Gordon falls in line in second.
2: Third now, Terry Labonte, the front team and cars, single file, working off turn four. Everybody eases through the first set of corners, now through turns three and four. Mark Martin does lead lap one with Gordon in his tire tracks. the Labonte
0: runs along in third. Ricky Craven is fourth and fifth now. Rusty Wallace, first side-by-side racing, about 17th. Way back in the field, Jeff Burton for a moment, the outside of Brett Modine, but they, too, quickly get back in line.
3: And Bobby Labonte's hung out to dry right now. That's not the place to be, is an outside groove. That's why everybody's tucked in single file. We watched it at the Bush race last night. If you got hung out early, you lost eight and ten positions. The leader is Mark Martin. He's just ahead. One car length of Jeff Gordon. About three car lengths back now to Terry Levante who rides third. Ricky Craven hangs in there in fourth. And Rusty Wallace make up the top five as they go up the backstretch.
0: Craven staying pretty tight on the rear deck and Terry Levante. And it would be the race for the third spot. No one stepping out of line. No use to push it this early in the race. So
2: they continue. Single file back through turns three and four. Just before the start of the race, Gary Bradbury made a stop on the pit lane on the backstretch. Follow that story in a moment. Farther back, Ward Burton gets dropped out of line. Dale Earnhardt will zip by him, pick up a spot. That's around 20th in line. Burton
0: still trapped on the outside lane. He can't squeeze back down in line, but finally now he'll get his chance halfway down the back straightaway as he gets down in front of Dave Marcus.
3: Very peaceful his first five laps here as they work around the racetrack right now, getting a feel for the racetrack, kind of getting the coolness that's in there once the lights came on here and the sun went down much earlier. But in a very short while I think we're going to see some guys start making some moves up through the field. But for the moment, it is still single file. Good breakaway at the front of the field right now. The front two have opened up a a lot of daylight.
0: Yeah, they got about uh, 10 car lengths on the third place car of Terry Labonte. That is Mark Martin showing the way. Jeff Gordon's not letting him get too far away. And Rusty still
2: can't shake Ricky Craven or Rusty Wallace. Right now they work their way across the start finish line and into turn one and two. Gordon beginning to close up a little bit on Mark. He's within a couple of car lengths of it. Tightens
0: it up even more. Coming back to turn three within a car length now as they come
3: back into turn four. One of the first cars we expect to see start moving up through the field could be Rusty Wallace. Rusty, if he's got a car underneath him that will make some moves. He'll put him on in a hurry, but right now he's hung back there in fifth place. Meanwhile, it gets a little tighter for the lead in three. Once again, Jeff Gordon right up on the rear deck of Mark Martin. He is
0: starting to knock on the door and look for an opportunity to get by.
2: Cross the start finish line at lap nine. Mark pulls to the outside, sees the faster car coming, and Jeff Gordon will go by and become the second leader of the race. Gordon shows the way off turn two, down the back
0: straightaway. Martin will settle in in the second spot. Here back into turn number three. They look back ten car links behind him. That's where third, fourth, and fifth position
3: rides. Looked like when the pass was that Mark just really came out of the throttle going off into turn number one and Jeff Gordon never lifted, went right on into the corner and it puts him up in the lead. So still a two-car breakaway at the front of the field. Terry Labonte sits back there in third. Ricky Craven hangs in there a tight fourth and Rusty Wallace has been looking him over inside and outside, maybe thinking thoughts of taking over the fourth spot. Let's follow that around as they go off turn two.
0: Single file this time off turn number two as Rusty Wallace kind of holds his ground but still stays within striking distance of Ricky Craven. Further back in the field, we saw Dale Earnhardt pick up another position on the last lap. He went down to the inside of the track, bypassed Darrell Walton. It would put him back up at about the 20th spot now.
2: He would put him exactly in 20th spot, so Earnhardt picking up three positions in the first 12 laps of of the race. Jeff Gordon leading Mark Martin now. Terry Labonte third. Ricky Craven fourth. Rusty Wallace shakes out fifth for now. Sixth is Michael Waltrip. Kenny Wallace is seventh. Ernie Irvin is eighth. Dale Jarrett ninth. And Sterling Marlin tenth. Jarrett looks like he wants to get a move around his teammate in one.
0: Jarrett tries to go to the inside. Doesn't work, but right behind for the 13th spot. Ken Schrader dives to the inside of Ricky Rudd. He'll pick up the spot there. Rudd almost loses another position to Jeff Bodine. But
3: Rudd pulls down in time to block Bodine's move. Ricky's car kicking up a little bit in the turns. Not staying at the bottom of the racetrack as well as he would like it to. Now Rusty Wallace puts on a move in turn three.
0: Rusty's going for the fourth spot to the inside. Ricky Craven,
3: he
2: goes, and Rusty will complete the pass in turn four. Rusty now about five, six car lengths behind Terry Body in the third position, and Terry is about a second and a half behind Mark Martin in second. Jeff Gordon, quick a pace as he and Mark are setting now, about to catch the end of the field, and we're only 16 laps into the 500 that make up the race. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This
1: is a residential area. larson brings his chevy four tires sunoco racing fuel.
2: from fueling nascar champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane the highest octane on the market performance is what sunoco does all sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in nascar here for Ryan Blaney. Four
4: tires with sunoco
2: fuel. from the track to your tank you can trust sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak
5: Craftsman in your hand, nothing's stopping you Not a chair, creaky stand, or even engine repair Craftsman in your hand, nothing you can't do Make it on, make it dawn, your or that kitchen hat on Craftsman in your hand, nothing's stopping you From outdoor care to home and auto repair Do it with Craftsman Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need At your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com
2: We are under caution for the first time in the Goodies 500. Jimmy Spencer was racing Jeff Bodine for position going into turn one for about the 13th spot. Thought he had a fender alongside but uh, not enough racing room there and when Jeff Bodine came down the racetrack Spencer couldn't get out from inside of him quick enough and Turned his car around in turns one and two. He has fired around and gone back and caught up with the field without losing a lap in the aftermath of that spin. Johnny Benson got turned around with Robert Presley in the second quarter. They, too, have continued on away and will stay on the lead lap. Caution, at lap 19 now from the Bristol Motor Speedway, this is MRN Radio. back at Bristol Motor Speedway. We are about set to go back racing at lap 21. We'll catch ourselves up on scoring. Derek Cope and Johnny Benson, when they did get spun around over there in turn number two, add Derek's name to that list, by the way, besides Robert Presley, they did lose a lap to the race leaders. So Derek Cope and Johnny Benson now 38th and 39th, the only cars not on the lead lap, though Dick Trickle has just lost a lap leaving pit road. The field caught him at the end of the back straightaway. About to get the restart now with Jeff Gordon with Derek Cope to his inside as the pace car pulls off the speedway. We'll go back racing at lap 22. And some of the best races we will see here at Bristol will be cars that are a lap
3: down that try to get their lap back when they put them under green. Not going to be the case this time. As Jeff Gordon looks like a jackrabbit as he takes off down the backstretch and Derek won't be able to get ahead of him. They're back in three.
0: Derek separates race leader Jeff Gordon from Mark Martin and the rest of the field. They all work single file except for Cope, who's now
2: going to get to this lap back. Trying to get back on the tail end of the lead lap is Derek Cope. He's down to the inside of Jeff Gordon in two. He's strong off turn number two. Cope will complete the pass and get around in front of Jeff
3: Gordon
0: back into turn number three. They are single file though. Mark Martin rides along second right behind Gordon with Terry Labonte and now Rusty Wallace trying to make a move.
3: That was a good move on Jeff Gordon's part to let Derek Cope go. No point in racing that hard that early because even if Derek gets around, he's got some 30 plus cars to before he can get back up there. Let's go to pit road.
6: Robert Presley is back in a third time. Extensive damage on the right front of the car. Plus after the last pit stop he ran past the stop and go paddle at the back end of the pit lane here. So he's in for work and then the penalty
2: So Robert Presley going to lose a couple of laps, not only to the work, but to the penalty as he sits in the back pit lane. The field zips by him. Cross the start-finish line. Derek Culp on the tail end of the lead lap right in front of race leader Jeff Gordon in two. Rusty Wallace has picked up the third spot a couple of laps ago.
0: He dove to the inside of Terry Labonte, bypassed him to grab that position. got the lap car of Dick Trickle next in line before Ricky Craven and Michael Waltrip all
3: single file. Everybody said Rusty might have the car to beat. He can get around this racetrack as well as anyone. It's been kind of a shot in the arm for him over the years. He's had some great success at Bristol, Tennessee. He's closing in on
2: Mark Martin in three.
0: Here they come back into the corner. Rusty within a couple of car lengths of Mark Martin who follows Jeff
2: Gordon by two car lengths. Leaders work their way to the outside of Robert Presley, just coming back onto the racetrack off the pit lane and now Gordon has caught Derek Cope again. Pretty good race going on up front, although it is
0: the car of Derek Cope, which is on the tail end of the lead lap and race leader Jeff Gordon. Gordon is there right up on the bumper looking for a way to get by Cope.
3: Off the corner and back into the straightaway again, looking a little further back and watching Dale Earnhardt He's not really being conservative, so to speak, as up, down, in turns one and two, a car almost gets into the wall. Robert Presley got very close to it up there. We're talking about Dale Earnhardt. He's been picking them off one by one as a leader is back across the start-finish line. Jeff Gordon takes him back to turn number one, and now he's being held up by Derek Cope. Cope had enough to get around him a moment ago. But it's going to be interesting to see, Joe, what he does. Yeah,
0: Gordon's going to have to make something happen here because he looks back and sees Mark Martin and Rusty Wallace now closing in even
2: more on him. He's going to have to get by Derek Cope. They are now right on the race leader's back bumper as Gordon tries to find a way around Cope and begin to stretch his lead out again if he can. Here's Gordon now looking down on
0: the inside, halfway down the back straightaway for the opportunity. It's not there. He'll fall back in line again
3: following Derek Cope off turn four. Swinging back into the corner one more time. Rusty getting a little impatient right now with Mark Martin. He took a look. Coming off the corner. Takes a look again. Tries to get underneath him off turn two. Rusty tries to drive it right down to the bottom line of the racetrack off turn number two. But Mark Martin is
0: down on the bottom
2: of the track as well. So no opportunity to make the pass. Rusty falls back in line. Derek Cope would love to see a caution flag right now. Get himself back in the thick of things for a good finish. For now, though, he's doing a good job holding off the race leader. Single
0: file coming back down the back straightaway for the sixth position. Pretty good battle there. Kenny Wallace has caught Michael Waltrip trying everything in the world to try to get by him, but again, he doesn't have the chance because that inside lane is just not opening up.
3: Kenny's had a good car even in practice and in qualifying. had a good run, and he said this morning, I think if we can get the car dialed in a little bit more, we can come away with a good finish here tonight if we stay out of trouble. The front four stack up nose to tail working out of the corner, coming back down to the line, led by the lap car. Well, he's not a lap car. He's ahead on the tail end of the lead lap. Derek Cope just ahead of the leader, Jeff Gordon, off turn two. A couple of good battles
0: going on in that pack, Barney. You've got uh, Gordon. Trying to get by Derek Cope and further back. Finally, Dick Trickle, one of the lap cars, makes a move by Rusty Wallace. He was bearing down on him for a while. Trickle now does
2: clear Rusty's machine. He's also determined to get back on the lead lap. Trickle one lap down, lost it on the pit lane under that first caution. Off of two, here's Gordon after Cope. Gordon drops down on the inside lane, tries to
0: pull up alongside, but Cope is strong on the
3: straightaway. He'll once again hold off Jeff Gordon. Really is a hard decision, a decision to make if you're up there leading, like uh, running first, second, or third, and the car is a lap down, going to really put the heat on you this early in the race with only 37 laps complete. You don't want to take a chance of getting your car bent up. You're almost better off to let the guy go and go ahead and get on the tail end of the lap. And Dick Trickle probably knows that. He's really pressuring Mark Martin right now to move around him and then go after the leader as they all sweep back into turn one.
0: Trickle drove a little bit hard that time, had to get on the brakes. He almost ran up on the rear of Mark Martin's machine. Now Gordon finally drops to the inside. of Derek Cope gets up alongside, he's going to put Cope a lap down again. He
2: will force his way around Derek Cope at lap number 39, so Gordon puts Derek a lap down. Now the rest of the freight train Follows through to the inside in one. Mark Martin makes the move. Here's the lap car of Dick Trickle going by Derek Cope.
0: And finally, Rusty Wallace drops down on the inside. He, too, bypasses Derek Cope.
3: A lot of patience being extended out there by every driver in the field, at least at this stage of the race, with 40 laps complete. We've seen a lot of guys kind of give and take in the early going here in the Goodies 500. Jeff Gordon is the leader. Mark Martin rides second. Rusty Wallace is third fourth place belongs to Terry Labotti. Fifth is still Ricky Craven. Back in six is Michael Waltrip. Seventh right now is Kenny Wallace. Ernie Urban rides eighth. Ninth will be Dale Jarrett. Rounding out the top ten will be Sterling Marlin as the leader goes back over in the backstretch.
0: Still a good race going on for the sixth position. Watching Michael Waltrip there trying to hold off Kenny Wallace. Wallace doing everything he can to try to get by. Even further back, Dale Earnhardt made a move by Brett Bodine a few laps ago. Now Brett's got the line on him trying to bypass They're side-by-side
2: in turn four. Earnhardt is 15th. Brett is 16th. He is down to the inside of Earnhardt on the front straightaway. He will go by and get 15th. That leaves the inside open. Here comes Jimmy Spencer. Spencer falls
0: right in line behind Brett Bodine. He'll pick off the spot. Jeff Burton hoping as well to move down to the inside
3: of Dale Earnhardt. Got to be some nervous guys down in Richard Childress's pit watching Dale Earnhardt be caught in the outside groove down there. Everybody knowing that uh, Dale is hurt. Can't really probably give it 100%, although we've seen him do it the last two races. Dale doesn't give up that much ground. He just hangs in and falls in with the flow of traffic for the moment. 44 laps are complete in the Goodies 500.
1: Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches.
5: This season, Toyota Racing is looking for jugglers. Uh-huh. Not the ones who toss balls or rings. Fans that can juggle the rigors of a 10-month-long season across many different racing circuits. Well, what if I added knives? What if you added GR Cup, Formula Drift, and off-road racing? If you can juggle it all, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. Formula Drift is a registered trademark of Formula Drift's Holdings, LLC
2: our strength. Back at Bristol Motor Speedway, very close call for the race leaders, a lap car running right in front of them, or a car they were lapping, Chad Little driving the Cartoon Network Chevy uh, in this event, popped the wall coming out of Turn 4 when he did, a couple of cars racing around him, including Johnny Benson, and Gary Bradbury had to check up. They all got together, and that all happened in front of Jeff Gordon, the race leader. And, Barney, the cars in the top ten had to really scatter down the main straightaway.
3: I tell you, like we said, anytime that you have a little problem here, you're going to collect a lot of cars. A lot of guys were real lucky in that situation there. We've seen a couple of close calls a time or two, both in one and two and over in three and four. 55 laps are on the scoreboard here in the Goodies 500. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR racing. 56 laps on the scoreboard right now. Jeff Gordon continues to set the pace in the Goodings 500. Here he comes off turn number four, about to move in on Kyle Petty's car, driven by Jim Sauter here this evening at Bristol. As he works his way around, Mark Martin has now lost a little ground to him as they work up the turn three. And
0: Gordon's got about the biggest lead he's had so far this evening. Maybe uh, seven car lengths now over Mark Martin. Martin with a, about a second and a half over Rusty Wallace, who rides all along back in third, and a couple of lap cars before the fourth and fifth place machines.
2: But let's catch you up on a couple of cars somewhat back in the field that have had their troubles early in this event. Gary Bradbury's got a torn-up right rear quarter panel. That is his second problem of the event. The first happened on the pace lap, and while we go to the back pits for that story, we'll also get an update there on Chad Little. Eli? All right,
6: the story on Chad Little, as you guys have mentioned, he tagged the wall a moment or so ago. They changed right side tires. The right front was down. They have pulled the sheet metal away, so he's back on the racetrack. Bradbury on the pace lap The car wasn't hitting on all eight cylinders. The couple of the spark plug wires were crossed on the Sony's machine. They got it repaired, and they were back in time to get going at the start of the race here this evening. But since then, he's gone a couple of laps down, and as he just said, also got himself caught up in a little melee a few moments ago.
3: And the big thing everybody worries about at Bristol, Tennessee, is how fast the leader can get around here and put you a lap down. And right now, the leader is bearing down on some pretty good race cars to put him a lap down in turn three.
0: Bobby Hillen just ahead, who's driving in leave for Bill Elliott tonight. Jeremy Mayfield is there,
2: Rick Mast and John Andretti, and Gordon now is sneaking up on their rear decks. Working their way closer and closer now to that group of machines as they head back into turn number one and two, and some pretty hard racing going on within that group right in front of the leader. A
0: couple of them racing side by side, Hill, and they're the first one who will see the car of Gordon come by. He's trying to get by Jeremy Mayfield and also Rick Mast just ahead of them. He's working
3: on John Andretti. Yeah, that's a good good scramble right now for the leader, Jeff Gordon. He's going to have to thread his way through that traffic, and as soon as he gets by that, within another couple of seconds he's going to catch an even bigger pack of traffic of about 15 cars but you got to work it here at Bristol Tennessee you can't just ride behind the slower traffic because if you do you get bottled up in it and Mark Martin is close enough to maybe take the lead away from Jeff Gordon Rusty Wallace has lost a lot of ground in the last five or six laps, mostly due to working his way through some of that traffic also as they go back to three.
0: Good thing for Rusty's position, though, Barney, the fact he's not having to deal with all this pressure that Jeff Gordon's got on his head right now. Rusty's kind of riding all alone, looks back and sees the next car in line, that of uh, Terry Labonte, nearly two seconds
2: behind him. Why don't we set the field for you at 65 laps? It is Jeff Gordon leading Mark Martin. Rusty Wallace is third. Fourth is Terry Labonte. Ricky Craven is fifth. Sixth is Kenny Wallace. Michael Waltrip, seventh. Ernie Irvin, eighth. Dale Jarrett is ninth. And Sterling Marlin is now 10th. Eleventh is Ken Schrader. Ricky Rudd is 12th. Thirteenth is Morgan Shepherd. Running in the 14th position behind Morgan is Jeff Bodine. Brett Bodine is 15th. 16th is Jeff Burton. Jimmy Spencer back up to 17th after that spin earlier. Bobby Labonte is 18th. Ward Burton, 19th. Lake Speed is 20th. Dale Earnhardt has faded back to 21st. Darrell Waltrip, 22nd. Bobby Hamilton, 23rd. Joe Nemechek, 24th. And Ted Musgrave, 25th. You've got Hut Strickland in 26th. Wally Dallenbeck, 27th. John Andretti, 28th. Rick Mass, 29th. Jeremy Mayfield is 30th. And those are the 30 cars that are on the lead lap. Bobby Hillen has just gone one lap down in 31st. 32nd position will be held by Derek Hope. Dick Trickle is 33rd. Jim Sauter, 34th. Dave Marcus, 35th. You've also got Gary Bradbury, uh, Johnny Benson, Chad Little, and Robert Presley all on the racetrack and all not on the same lap with the leader.
3: Jeff Gordon having a little trouble right now working trying to put a lap down or put a car a lap down, that would be Jeremy Mayfield. Jeremy doesn't want to go a lap down. He's working on it pretty good in three. Side
0: by side for one complete lap. And again, back to turn three. Gordon has the inside lane with Mayfield struggling to stay up on the outside.
2: A little wiggle off of the corner for Mayfield off turn four behind the race leader. Bobby Hillen had a close call there in between the first and second place cars. Now
0: Hillen working alongside uh, the car of Jeremy Mayfield. We have trouble on the main straightaway.
2: Jeff Bodine has spun off of turn number four down toward the inside part of the speedway. Caution comes on the track as the leaders come by him and put him one lap down. Caution for the second time at lap 71 after troubles for Jeff Bodine in traffic off of turn number four. NASCAR team owner Joe Pit stops for all of the leaders Under caution, Jim Phillips Jeff
7: Gordon has been in, four tires for him Along with Terry Labonte, Rusty Wallace Michael Walter, Kenny Wallace Ernie Irvin, Mark Mark Ricky Craven, and Dale Jarrett
8: All four tires and gasoline On this end of the pit lane Winston Kelly. Jimmy Spencer just got two tires He was clearly the first one out Hutch Strickland got two He's back in getting left side tires The rest of them, Ricky Rudd, Joe Nemechek Jeff Bodine still on pit road. He's lost a lap, changing the left front tire that was down. Ken Schrader, Sterling Marlin, Morgan Shepard. Brett Bodine and Jeff Burton all getting four tires and gasoline.
2: And Jeff Gordon won the race off the pit lane over Rusty Wallace, Mark Martin, Jimmy Spencer and Terry Labonte. Those will be the first five off the pit lane after the stops. Let's go to the backstretch and Eli Gold.
6: Dale Earnhardt's in for a second time. They go to the right side, jack the car up, and one crew member crawls underneath the GM Goodwrench Chevrolet. There is no driver change, so Earnhardt stays in the car. Mike Wallace is still watching. Everybody else has been in for routine four-tire service. Two stops for johnny benson he came in left sides then right sides and ongoing repairs for
2: robert presley in the aftermath of the accident that's the story on the backstretch under caution for the second time in the race with jeff gordon still the leader from the bristol motor speedway this is mrn radio Back at Bristol Motor Speedway as we continue under the second caution of the Goodies 500 after Jeff Bodine got spun down to the inside of the main straightaway off of turn number four. Bodine back on the speedway after having uh, damage uh, repairs made to his car, though he did lose a lap while he was trying to get it turned around and refired after the spin off the corner. (laughs) couple of stops for Dale Earnhardt under this yellow. Let's get an update.
6: The first one was routine. The second one was for a spring rubber to go into the right rear of the automobile. GM Goodrun Chevy not driving quite as well as he wanted. That was the reason for the second stop. Meanwhile, the Pennzoil Pontiac, the left front all wrinkled up on the Johnny Benson car. They are having to button it up, and they've also had the string out to check the toe in to make sure the car was tracking correctly. It's been a lengthier stop, as you'd expect, and now Johnny Benson pulls away, but he'll lose another lap as he is stopped by the paddle here at the end of the backstretch pit road.
3: Probably one of the reasons that Dale Earnhardt's car have been kicking up in the turns. They're trying to make a chassis adjustment on it and get it a little more to his liking so he can run the bottom of the racetrack.
2: Later on in tonight's broadcast, the RCA Pit Strategy Award will be uh, passed out to the pit crew that best exemplifies speed, decisiveness, and a winning spirit. $5,000 to be awarded to one NASCAR team. They also become eligible for the RCA Pit Strategy Award of the Year, worth $50,000 at season's end. Just joining us, Mark Martin took off from the drop of the green flag. He started on the bush pole, led the first nine laps. Jeff Gordon went around him and has led from that point. We had one caution at lap 18 when uh, Jimmy Spencer and Jeff Bodine made contact in turn one. Spencer spun around, collected Robert Presley, Derek Cope, and Johnny Benson in the aftermath. Then at lap 71, Jeff Bodine got spun off of turn number four on the main straightaway. Lost the lap at that point. Everybody came onto the pit lane for service. Jeff Gordon let him down the pit road. He let him off, too. He is still the race leader as we now get the signal one more lap and we'll go racing. And we're looking at
3: our scoring monitor. It appears that there are at least 27 cars still on the lead lap. Joe Nemechek would be the last car that is being shown on on the lead lap as they get ready to go back to green everybody's got uh, for the most part four brand new tires brand new goodyear eagles on there to take of unical fuel and let's see if they can keep this thing green as we said a little bit earlier we've seen a little bumping and shoving out there a little hard nose racing but we've also seen an awful lot of give and take in this early part of the goodies 500 here at bristol let's see how long it will last Pace car about to ease in behind the pit wall. Jeff Gordon's about to come up down on the throttle and hammer it off into turn number one. And he does just that as they put the green back in the air. Rusty Wallace ride right second. He gets kind of slammed up out of the groove, and Rusty's going to lose a lot of ground.
0: And a couple of lap cars now separate Rusty Wallace from the race leader, Jeff Gordon. you got Chad Little and Derek Cope sitting in between the first
2: and second place cars. Gordon setting sail out front all by himself now as he works off at a turn one and two, and still Rusty trapped behind double wide lap machines. as where
0: Derek Cope is trying to get by the Chad Little car. They go side-by-side side down the back Straight away, Rusty waiting for a lane to open up so he can get by.
3: Rusty's got the power, and he's got the car to handle. If he can just get underneath, you got to position here at Bristol. You really got to get underneath somebody. Not going to do much passing on the outside. He gets it this time on Derek Cope and now there's nothing between himself and Jeff Gordon but about 50 yards.
0: He squeezes by the Derek Cope car following him now. The Dick Trickle machine still a
2: lap down. Mark Martin Then the lap car of Jimmy Spencer next in line. Don Andretti had some problems off turn four a lap ago. The car wiggled on him real bad. He ducked down the back pits quickly. We will get an update there in a moment. First, we follow the leaders down the back stretch.
0: Jeff Gordon stretches out his lead now. He's got ten car lengths over Rusty Wallace.
3: Rusty Wallace rides second. He has a lap car between himself right now. And Mark Martin, Dick Trickle caught in there trying to squeeze up just a little bit. And right now, for the moment, Mark Martin can't do anything but just ride along in that threesome over in turn three. Here
0: they come back in the corner. Rusty Wallace riding along in second. The lap car of Dick Trickle, then
2: Mark Martin. You got Jimmy Spencer next in line. He's got some lap traffic to deal with as well. Race for the ninth and tenth spots. Ernie Urban diving to the inside of Michael Waltrip in turns three and four. He'll pick up ninth, kick Michael back to ten. Ernie falls back in line, grabs the spot. Michael Waltrip immediately will see another
0: challenge. Here is Ken Schrader. Drops down to the inside on the backstretch. He, too, trying to make the move by
3: Waltrip's Ford. Kenny's had a pretty good handling car, at least before that first caution came out. It seems to be just as good right now, maybe even a little better than it was a moment ago. He's having a good race here, but we're very early in the Goodies 500. Jeff Gordon meanwhile has really opened up the daylight right now, almost two-thirds of a straightaway on Rusty Wallace. The leader goes off three. Wallace
0: still with plenty of company, though. The lap car of Dick Trickle is fast as Rusty is, and Mark Martin rides along in third. He can't do anything with Rusty because he can't get by Dick Trickle. What they are seeing, though, is Jimmy Spencer running in fourth. He's starting to
2: close in on him. Kenny Wallace Wallace loses two positions this trip around. Was eighth. Both Ernie Irvin and Michael Waltrip get by him. Now Kenny Schrader does too. So kick Kenny Wallace back to the 11th spot. All this going on about a half a lap behind race leader Jeff Gordon. He is out in front by a bunch now at lap 88. Back at Bristol Motor Speedway, Jeff Gordon being caught very quickly by Rusty Wallace as Gordon works traffic now off turn four down the main straightaway. Wallace now right in his back bumper. It's lap 98 and here goes Rusty looking for the lead. Rusty
0: sees Jeff go a little bit high off turn two. Saw the opening, but he didn't take advantage. He'll fall back in line because there's some more lap traffic Gordon's going to have to deal with directly ahead.
3: Well, the traffic that Jeff got caught up in really allowed Rusty to catch up to him and once he's there, he's putting all the pressure on him he can as he works off the corner and heads back into turn three.
0: Closing in on a couple of slower cars one of those Chad Little just tagged the wall again up in turn number two Jeff Gordon now looking at uh, Johnny Benson just ahead and Bobby
2: Hill the next cars you'll have to deal with. Looks like for the second time in the race, Chad Little has a left front tire that has been cut down on his machine. So something not right on that car in the early going. Rusty Wallace still trying to find a way around Gordon. Rusty
0: looking for the opportunity, but it's not there. Again, they're closing in little bit slower traffic
3: here in turn four. Rusty drops
0: down low, now gets up alongside Gordon.
3: Drove it right on in the middle of the corner, pinned it to the bottom of the racetrack, hoping it would stick. It did, and it gives Rusty Wallace a lead. He is the brand-new leader now as they work out of turn number two still in lap traffic as they head down the backstretch.
0: Now Rusty's the one going to have to
2: negotiate his way through this
0: slower traffic. Johnny Benson and Bobby Hillen just ahead of the race leader.
2: Rusty Wallace taking over the top spot at lap number 100, the third different leader of the race now as Wallace eases his way up and around some lap traffic, circulating around the speedway, looking farther back in the top ten. Jimmy Spencer got the lap car of Jeff Bodine on his back bumper off too.
0: Jimmy Spencer coming down the back straightaway. He's in the fifth position now, trying to get by the Wally Dahlin back car. You've also got Jeff Bodine lap machine right behind him. And then Ricky Craven, the next car on the lead lap. He's riding in sixth.
3: And 102 laps are up on the scoreboard. A moment ago, John Andretti took his car behind the pit wall. Let's get an update from Eli Gold. The
0: crew is busily working on a little Caesars
6: Kmart machine. It's up on jack Stan's John, what happened? I'm not
4: sure. I, I think my car got a great earner or something. It, all of a sudden, um, it just, it just kind of like it broke a gear or something and just didn't have any powertrain. also, if I have this opportunity, I want to wish my, um, grandfather, uh, happy birthday tomorrow.
6: Well, John Andretti, he's still in the car waiting. It is a broken axle on the 37 car. Darrell Andrews and the rest of this crew busily at work right now. Every intention of getting Andretti back in the race.
3: Rusty Wallace got hung up with Bobby Hill in there just a moment ago who is driving Bill Elliott's car. Here they bumped a little bit coming off turn number four and Jeff Gordon all had serious thoughts about trying to get underneath him as Rusty finally will get around Bobby Hillen, and now they all work back into turn three. Now here's Jeff Gordon
0: diving down to the inside of Bobby Hillen's car. He, too, clears that lap car, and now
2: he's a couple of car lengths behind race leader Rusty Wallace. Front three have a couple of car lengths separating each of those positions. Rusty Wallace over Jeff Gordon, over Mark Martin. A couple of car lengths between each of those cars. Then it's a good second back to Terry Labonte, who runs fourth, and it's nearly two and a half seconds back to Jimmy Spencer in fifth. Then the lap car of Jeff Bodine. Then you've got Ricky Craven next in line, followed by Ernie Irvin, Michael Waltrip, Ken Schrader, Dale Jarrett and Sterling Marlin. All those machines racing from 6th position on back and a pretty good scramble at that as they work 1 and 2 and head for the backstretch.
0: Those cars also having to deal with some lap traffic. One of those machines, Jeff Bodine Ricky Craven makes the move around him. Craven running in 6th. Here comes Ernie Irvin now closing in on Jeff Bodine in turn 4.
3: Closing in is the word but he won't be able to go anywhere as they work their way off turn number 4. Meanwhile, looking back at the front of the field, Rusty Wallace still leads. Jeff Gordon down on the apron of the racetrack just a moment ago off turn number two. He's kind of throwing that car all the way around the speedway for the moment, but Rusty is beginning to pull away by two or three car lengths. A little further back in the pack, been some very hard racing going on between Kenny Schrader and Dale Jarrett. Dale finally got around and now also, Kenny's car kicks up a little bit and Sterling Marlin is going to move up underneath him as they work off turn two.
0: Marlin looks for the opportunity, falls back in line in single file, also watching a pretty good battle going on further back. Dale Earnhardt, he and Morgan Shepard racing along for a while for several laps. Now Earnhardt's kind of cooled his heels. He falls back in line behind Morgan's machine.
2: Morgan running in the uh, 17th position. Earnhardt right now showing 18th. All of those cars on the lead lap. In fact, 25 machines still on the lead lap. Everybody chasing Rusty Wallace at this point. He's trying to lap the 27th place car now as he works into one.
0: Rusty works his way down into the corner now. Looks underneath Joe Nemechek for an opportunity to get by. Sees no chance. He'll follow that car back into the corner.
2: 113 laps about to go on the scoreboard and the goodies 500. Heavy lap traffic again for the race leaders, and things bottle up in front of them off four. Lake Speed gets into the back of Darrell Waltrip after one car slows drastically in front of them. The leaders scramble to the outside. Everybody's going to get by okay. It looked like Wally Dallenbach was also involved in that, had a problem off the corner. Somehow everybody gets away without anybody spinning around or getting into the wall. And another close call for the race leader, Rusty Wallace. It is lap 117. He leads Jeff Gordon, Mark Martin, Terry Labonte, and Jimmy Spencer. And from the Bristol Motor Speedway, this is MRN Radio. The 22nd place car has just gone a lap down. Rusty Wallace has just gone by Brett Bodine and Ted Musgrave. Musgrave running in 22nd now. So the leaders really setting a blistering pace in the early going of the Goodies 500. Barney, it's pretty evident that there are some cars that have hit the chassis setup right on, and there are a lot of others that are just a tick off. And that's all you need to be here.
3: Yeah, if you're just a pinch off at Bristol and you can't keep it in the bottom groove, if somebody ever gets a fender underneath you going down the straightaway and off into the corner, you're just going to get uh, they're going to get by you. It's just that simple. We're seeing a lot of cars kind of skate around right now, but for the same token, there's about seven up toward the front of the field, hooked up about as well as you're going to see. Rusty Wallace, one of those. Certainly Jeff Gordon, another. Mark Martin's having a good run here. His car, very solid, along with Terry Labonte and Jimmy Spencer's cars, hitched up pretty well. At least the front five. Having a good run. 124 laps are on the scoreboard. The big thing right now is traffic. It's all the way around the racetrack. Feel is about as strung out as it's going to get, Joe Moore. Wherever you look, you've got to pass somebody if you're moving.
0: Yeah, this really puts a test on you, particularly if you're uh, within the shooting distance of a guy behind you as far as getting by. Such a case for Rusty Wallace right now. He's trying to get by the 20th place car, Darrell Walter. Of course, he realizes all the while that Jeff Gordon is there waiting for an opportunity to get by if he gets kind of pitched off in traffic. This particular instance, Rusty did get by, Darrell Waltrip. Gordon did as well, but it's kind of double pressure when you pull up behind somebody, trying to pick your way through, and knowing the guy behind you is wanting to take advantage of a slip.
2: Slide back for a pretty good race for position between Sterling Marlin and Jeff Burton with another group of cars running right behind them. Right now, Marlin running in the 10th spot. Burton wants to crack that top 10. There are two. Burton
0: coming off turn two, looking for the opportunity down low. He finds it coming into turn three as there's trouble in the back straightaway. Jim Sauter spins off turn number two. He's collected by Bobby Labonte. Labonte gets on the brakes hard, gets around, but Sauter's car nose first into the backside retaining wall.
3: Caution on the speedway. It'll come out at lap 128 for the leaders as they come back across the start finish line. Let's go back to turn three and Joe Moore.
0: Looked like Jim Sauter driving in relief for Kyle Petty came off turn two and just kind of slipped and slid down the back straightaway As he got turned sideways, Bobby Labonte came off the corner and his Chevrolet had no place to go, kind of T-boned the side of Sauter's car. Now Bobby did get it wowed down in time to where it looks like he didn't do very much damage to his car. He was able to back away then drive off but Sauter's got some significant damage to the front end of his Pontiac.
2: Bobby Labonte was able to stay on the lead lap just barely beat Rusty Wallace back to the start finish line. Leaders again coming down the pit lane for stops this will be at lap 129. Rusty Wallace and Jeff Gordon are in, in front of Jim Phillips. Well, Rusty
7: Wallace's crew goes to work on the right side and so does Jeff Gordon's crew. In goes Terry Labonte Ernie Irvin. Here's Michael Walter Mark Martin is in. Ricky Craven is in. Right behind him is Dale Derrick. Here comes Kenny Wallace in. All these cars right now getting
8: four tires and a tank of Unical gasoline to Winston Kelly. Four tires this time for Jimmy Spencer along with Jeff Burton, Sterling Marlin, Kenny Schrader. Ricky Rudd, the first out. He'll be followed by Spencer, then Marlin, and Jeff Burton out of the back straightaway, and Eli Gold. On
6: the back straightaway, Dale Earnhardt getting service. A significant chassis adjustment. No driver change. They have taken the crowbar to the right front of the Interstate Batteries Chevrolet to beat out that sheet metal that's caved in on the right front Goodyear. Jim Sauter has already been in, and although this isn't an aerodynamic racetrack, he's got a lot of sheet metal damage, especially on the right and the right front of the automobile. Now some of the lapped cars are in, but other than those we've mentioned, it's routine stops all around. Alan, we
0: had another incident here in turn four. Morgan Shepherd trying to slow down his Ford to make the entrance to pit road. When he did,
2: his car sp- spun around he collected
0: Rick Mast they've both got some damage from that incident
2: they have both continued away to their pit stalls but Mast with front end damage and Morgan Shepard with back end damage under caution, lap 130 now Rusty Wallace wins the race off the pit lane over Jeff Gordon, Terry Labonte picking up a spot, Mark Martin falls one on the pit stops and Ricky Rudd now joining the top five and again at lap 130 Fleetwood RVs and MRN Radio invite you to enter to win a brand new Fleetwood RV and other great prizes, including two trips for four to the 1997 Miller 400 at the Michigan International Speedway. Just call 1-800-234-6925 and you'll be automatically entered to win. Call toll-free now for your chance to win a new Fleetwood RV or a trip for four to the 1997 Miller 400. 1-800-234-6925. That's 1-800-234-6925.
0: Howdy, howdy, howdy! Welcome to Sid's Hot Tech Haven and House of Neat Stuff. Hello. Say we check out this satellite TV mini dish. That's a lot of cash. Don't let that high price fool you, son. It says we have long, short, pre, mid-term, term loans, all with the length of payments at above market rates. Pardon? Simply put, you'll be paying for this dish long after the manufacturer's warranty has expired and the technology is obsolete. Yeah, but and I don't. And don't forget our guaranteed no return policy and all purchases after purchase. I'm confused. Good, sign here.
1: You're scaring me. Don't buy a satellite dish. Get Prime Star. It's a service, so there's no dish to buy. Call one eight hundred primestar or visit your local Radio Shack. Pricing and equipment may vary. Installation and premium services extra.
2: The next NASCAR Goodies Dash Series race is Friday, August 30th at Florence Motor Speedway in Florence, South Carolina. The Regency 100 begins at 9 p.m. The NASCAR Goodies Dash Series is presented by Goodies Headache Powders and Tablets, the official pain reliever of NASCAR. Under caution for the third time in the Goodies 500 after an incident on the back straightaway involving Jim Sauter. Unfortunately, his car has dropped a little bit of liquid around the racetrack, so the cleanup's going to continue for a couple of minutes while the uh, safety workers spread some oil dry around the Bristol Motor Speedway. Off the pit lane, Rusty Wallace leading Jeff Gordon, Terry Labonte, Mark Martin, and Ricky Rudd. Those are the first five drivers. Sixth through tenth now are Jimmy Spencer, Ricky Craven, Dale Jarrett, Ernie Irvin, and Michael Waltrip. And that's the way they run now behind the pace car at uh, lap 133 of 500. Take a minute under caution. Say hello to the honorary starter for the race. Bill Kendrick is with us from Kroger Stores uh, joining us here tonight from on behalf of the folks at Goody's Headache Powders. Bill, nice to meet you and a pleasure being here. Hey, it's great to be here. We're having a ball so far. I'll bet you are. What was it like throwing the green flag and getting this race started? I tell you, it's
8: hard to explain, but it's quite a sensation being up there with Doyle Ford and his assistant, and I
2: tell you, when they come off a fourth turn, it's unreal. And got you charged up. I know it's uh, pretty easy to go into Kroger stores and find those goodies, headache powders, uh, wherever you need them. Very, very true. If you've got a headache, come on to Kroger and get your goodies. Well, Bill, we appreciate you being here and being part of the night tonight, and uh, hope you enjoyed throwing that green flag. That's a once-in-a-lifetime thrill, and uh, congratulations on the honor. Hey, we certainly did. Enjoy your Monday night show on Thank TV. You. I appreciate that. And look forward to it very much. Thank you very much.
8: Thanks for having me up.
2: It's our pleasure. Bill Kendrick from Kroger stores, the great, the uh, honorary starter of tonight goodies 500 from the folks at goodies headache powders and uh, got the chance to wave the green flag and get this underway
3: you know of all the years i've been in this business i don't think i've ever been on the flag stand when they started a race i might need to do that one of these days 134 laps are on the board we are still under caution and a little bit of everything has happened in the early part of the event i'm really shocked that there aren't more cars behind the wall if you had wanted to make a little two dollar wager that there'd be only one car behind the wall being attended to with 134 laps in the record book, you'd have got my nickel. No, well, we've yeah, got absolutely.
6: another one back here now, uh, Barney and Allen. Jim Sauter has just brought the silver bullet back behind the wall the front end with all the damage we told you about. It has uh, broken the radiator. The hoses are good, but the radiator unit itself is going to have to be changed out and the crew is doing that right now while also cutting away sheet metal. As for Dale Earnhardt, he says on the radio, so far so good. He feels comfortable.
2: Looks like Derek Cope's car has also gone behind the wall. Some reported rear end problems on that machine. We'll follow up in a moment. Half a lap away from the restart. Just joining us. Three caution flags. Three different leaders of the event. Mark Martin, Jeff Gordon, and Rusty Wallace. At this point, John Andretti, Jim Sauter, and Derek Cope are behind the wall, though none listed as being out of the race at this moment. This mid-race update, sponsored by Sports Image, Dressed to impress this fall, with apparel from the 96 Dale Earnhardt Racing Sportswear collection, featuring newly designed lightweight and heavyweight jackets, denim shirts, twill long sleeve and short-sleeve dress shirts like Dale wears. For more information, call Sports Image toll free 800 342 7-6-1-2. Green flag goes back in the air. The Goodies 500
3: is underway. Rusty Wallace off turn two and up to turn three. Wallace
0: sets sail now back into turn number three. Jeff Gordon rides along behind him. You've got the lap car of Bobby Hillen now separating them from third place. Terry
2: Labonte and fourth place, Mark Martin. And the other drivers in the top ten with a heavy line of lap traffic to air inside. Ricky Rudd racing along a couple of lap machines in the fifth spot. Rudd to the outside of Ted Musgrave
0: coming down the back straightaway. you got Jimmy Spencer right behind him riding in seventh. Ricky Craven, they're all trapped in the outside lane getting by this heavy
3: traffic I swear it's going to get ticklish right now a lot of the lap cars down to the inside the field doubled up from about uh, seventh or eighth position on back so it, all you need to do is just touch somebody turn them around and you're going to have a multiple car pile up real easy here at Bristol Meanwhile, a good breakaway at the front of the field. Rusty Wallace, Jeff Gordon pull out by almost a full second on Terry Labonte. Mark Martin trying to get around some of that lap traffic and reel in the front three as they go off turn two.
0: Martin riding along in the fourth spot now. Squeezes down to the inside to get by the Bobby Hillen car. He'll clear him. Now fifth place Ricky Rudd and sixth place Jimmy Spencer do likewise as they clear the Bobby Hillen machine.
2: Up front, Jeff Gordon trying to put a little pressure on Rusty Wallace. See if he can get the lead back. They're off two. He's
0: surely on the bumper. Rusty coming out the back straightaway, certainly within strike distance of making a move.
3: Back to turn three, he follows the tire tracks, but drives up a little bit high this time in turn four. Takes a look down to the inside. Rusty's going to be a hard man to get around. Even if you got a much better car than he does at Bristol, Tennessee, you can make that car awfully wide, use up a lot of racetrack, but Gordon's keeping the pressure on. Back to three. Gordon's
0: driving that car up high in the turn, trying to get a good run going down the straightaway and maybe complete the pass by the time they get back to the next corner. For this time, he'll follow the tire tracks yet again, riding along in the second spot. Now, Terry Lavani in third, He and Mark Martin in fourth have
2: both cleared the lap traffic. Now they're trying to close in on the front two. Change for the fifth position a lap ago. Jimmy Spencer got around Ricky Rudd in turn one to put Jimmy up to fifth. And Ricky Rudd back to the sixth position. Then the lap car of Bobby Hillen before you get to seventh, eighth, and ninth. They're all nose to tail. Here they come off
0: the corner. You got Ernie Irvin back there. Dale Jarrett just ahead of him. Ricky Craven also in that back. there, riding along behind the lap car of Bobby Hillen.
3: Don't think there's any driver in the field that likes Bristol Motor Speedway any more than Jimmy Spencer does. He told me the other day, he said, I love this racetrack. He's had some of his best runs here. And he's had it in the wall a few times also. But Jimmy said, I can drive this racetrack. He's proven it tonight. At the front of the field, while that scrambling was going on a moment ago between... Rusty Wallace and Jeff Gordon, they didn't look in the mirror very closely because all of a sudden Terry Labonte, who was more than a second back, is within five car lengths to catching him in turn three.
2: And here comes the Winston Cup point leader, Terry Labonte, within a couple of car lengths of second place, Jeff Gordon. John Andretti has just come back out of the speedway. 64 laps down, while Derek Cope's machine has some troubles in the first half of this race. Let's go downstairs get an update.
6: The crew is still working underneath the back end of the car, and Derek, what happened out there? Uh,
4: I think we had a rear-end gear go bad. It just... We had a good race car, but unfortunately, we can't go very far with that path.
6: So the crew is working. Derek has found safety in one of the uh, vans back here. He hopes to get
3: back in. 147 laps. It's going by in a hurry, and the Goodies 500 at the front of the field. Rusty Wallace ahead by two car lengths. Jeff Gordon rides second. A couple of car lengths back right now to Terry Labonte and then a lap car of John Andretti many, many laps down between there and back to Mark Martin as the front four again sweep up the back stretch.
0: Mark Martin back in the fourth spot, got almost a half a straightaway over fifth place, Jimmy Spencer, Then some good racing going on from six on back, Ricky Rudd with a lap car between himself and seventh place, Ricky Craven, then a real good battle
2: with Dale Jarrett and Ernie Irvin, all nose to tail. Craven, Jarrett, and Irvin, seventh, eighth, and ninth now. It looks like just a couple of laps ago, Jarrett and Irvin might have found an opening to the inside of Craven, but they weren't able to complete the pass. Getting to somebody is one thing. Getting around him is completely different here at Bristol. It's not enough to just be faster than somebody. Everybody is going so fast around the this racetrack it really narrows up the usable racing groove.
3: Well, everybody that we talked to today said until they work the groove up they're going to have to put a lot more rubber down there before you're going to see any uh, side-by-side racing really hard in the corners because if you do it you just got to take a good chance and get bounced off the walls up there. But the groove is beginning to work up a little bit. We've been watching up in three and four. They were running right at the bottom of the speedway a little bit earlier in the evening. And they're already moved up about three or four feet. So there'll be another groove coming in, at least for the halfway point. We'll see a little bit more side-by-side racing than we've been watching in the first 100 or so laps. The leader's back in three.
0: Still watching that seventh-place battle, though, working off turn number two. Ricky Craven doing all he can to hold off Dale Jarrett. Jarrett waking, waiting to make his move. And, of course, Ernie Irvin, his teammate, hoping to follow Jarrett's move once he gets the lane opened up.
2: We're now not able to make a move around Craven. They'll stay in line single file. Farther back, the tenth-place car, Michael Waltrip, with his hands full. The lap machine of Dick Trickle and about 15 other cars all bottled up behind him.
0: Here they come off turn number two. Michael Waltrip leading the fray. Dick Trickle with a fast race car. But, again, not on the lead lap. He's working hard. Michael Waltrip, Sterling Marlin is there, the lap car of Jeff O'dine, then Jeff Burton and Dale Earnhardt also in that heavy pack.
3: And Ernie Irvin's been really scrambling with his teammate Dale Jarrett for the last four or five laps around. He's got a real quick race car, just can't find anywhere to go with it. Right now, here's Dale coming off turn number four. He's trying to get underneath Ricky Craven, and Ernie Irvin's going to make the pass this time. Well, he's down there, in turn number one at the bottom of the racetrack won't be able to pull it off.
0: Play of musical chairs here from seventh on back. Jarrett thought he had the move on Ricky Craven. It didn't work, so Ernie said, if you're not going, I am. Ernie tried
2: to make the move. This time, they go single file off turn four. Got to think twice about sticking the right rear corner of that car up under the left rear fender of somebody, especially when it's your teammate and you're here at Bristol and you're only 156 laps into the race. Rusty Wallace continuing to lap him when he catches him. At Bristol Motor Speedway just zipped around Hut Strickland off of turn number four to put him now Another lap down as they work their way off into turns one and two. Strickland now the 29th place car. Becomes the first driver two laps down. On the lead lap, 19 machines at this point at lap 166. The man on the move the last few laps has been Ernie Irvin. Joe Moore, he's picked up a couple of spots.
0: Ernie Irvin uh, made the move by Ricky Craven several laps ago. You know, he was following Dale Jarrett, who was riding along in eighth for a while. Jarrett couldn't make the move, so finally Ernie passed him. He opened up the lane underneath Ricky Craven. He's picked up a
3: second on him. here we go in turn number one a clip coming off the corner will send Joe Nemechek up into the wall. He's also going to collect a couple of other cars as they go down there. Looks like Sterling Marlin got a piece of that. And also, Jeff Burton is going to get a chunk of it. It started when Michael Waltrip was racing hard going off into the corner. He and Joe Nemechek just touched coming off the turn number four. Joe almost had the car saved going off into turn number one. It finally went around
2: on him, and he bounced up into the outside wall, and we are under caution one more time. This will be the fourth caution of the race. Who comes out at lap number 168. Sterling Marlin, Jeff Burton, and Jeff Bodine collected after Joe Nemechek hit the wall. I'll tell you who I can't believe missed it was Morgan Shepard. Dove all the way to the bottom of the apron just as the pack of cars up against the wall came down the track to the inside. Couldn't have been more than a foot that Morgan missed collecting Joan Imachek by, but a good break for him. He did manage to miss being involved in the accident and was able to uh, continue on away and maintain his position on the racetrack. Pace car has the leaders in tow by the entrance to the pit road. That means pit road is open, and here they come. Down for stops now. Stops to be at lap 170 as Rusty Wallace, Jeff Gordon, Terry Labonte, and Mark Martin come in in that order. Let's go to Jim Phillips. Last
7: time they were in was lap 129. Rusty's in his stall. There goes Gordon in. Now Terry Labonte is in. Here comes Ernie Irvin in. Mark Martin is in. Ricky Craven and Dale Jerry, All these cars going to get four tires, looks like this time. Martin, no, he only gets two tires. Two
8: tires for Mark Martin. Winston Kelly. Two tires for Jimmy Spencer, four for Ricky Road, who got two last time. A lot of damage to the rear end for the Joe Niemicek car. The rear deck lid is pushed in. Heavy damage to the front end all the way across on Kenny Schrader's car. He immediately goes away to try to keep from losing a lap. We're waiting on Sterling Marlin as he came by. He's got heavy damage to the rear deck lid of his car. Also some damage to the left front as here comes the Kodak film Chevrolet. Damage to the right front of the car and the rear deck lid on that automobile.
3: We are under caution. Let's go to the back straightaway and Eli Gold. Ward Burton, Dale Earnhardt, Chick
6: Trickle, Bobby Labonte, Bobby Hamilton, they are in. Trickle has a good bit of damage to the back of the heilig Myers machine. Everything else so is routine. A good bit of chassis adjustments for most everybody pitting back here. And again, no driver change in the Dale Earnhardt car.
2: He's still driving. Here's Winston Kelly. Winston Kelly called a two-tire stop for Jimmy Spencer. He will come off the pit lane with the race lead. So Spencer becomes the fourth different driver out in front of the Goodies 500 at lap 171. Mark Martin comes out second. Rusty Wallace third. Jeff Gordon fourth. And Terry Labonte fifth at Bristol as we continue under caution. Let's get uh, the update from behind the wall where they have brought three of the cars involved in this fourth caution flag of the Goodies 500. We'll start with Winston Kelly. With Jeff put on, a lot of damage to the Ford. Jeff, what happened?
9: Well, I got behind right in the beginning. Uh, and I got turned around. This track is just really close, hard racing, and got turned around, lost a couple of laps. When you get behind here, it's really hard to... Uh, Make it up, it Plus, it's hard to stay out of trouble, but that's what I was trying to do. I was letting, you know, lead lap cars go by. I was just following those guys, and we made some adjustments, and, boy, the QVC Ford was really running good uh, in that last run. I really, really was. And uh, just riding, I-, I don't know what happened going into turn one. My spotter yelled, but, like I said, things happen so quick here. I slowed up. Uh, whoever was behind me uh, ran into me. Knocked me into the guy in front of me. I hit the wall pretty darn hard. You know, we're going to work on this thing, see if we can get it out, but just for points, but this, this shows you how one week you can be on top. Next week you can be on the bottom. The good thing is we we're running really good, and uh, that's encouraging. And We'll just come back next week at Darlington and try to do better. Typical Bristol incident, a lot of damage all the
8: way around the QVC car. Paul Andrews and the boys are going to try to get it back in.
2: Let's go down the other end of the pit road quickly as the field's about a half a lap from the restart to Jim Phillips.
8: Well, they
7: are continuing to work on Joe Nemechek's car. It's been hammered from the rear. Allen, some damage to the front end, but most of the damage is done to the rear of the car. We'll try to get a word with Joe in just a moment.
3: Pace car behind the pit wall. Jimmy Spencer sits at the front of the field. He is the leader, taking only two tires. His pit crew has done a good job for him tonight. Green flag goes back in the air. The race is on in turn number one. Mark Martin lines up right behind him, followed by Rusty Wallace and Jeff Gordon. Big problem now for leader Jimmy is the the cars that are down the inside trying to get a lap back in three. Several lap cars down
0: there. Ted Musgrave and Lake Speed occupying the inside lane. Finally, Jimmy will clear those cars off turn
2: four. Ted Musgrave stays a lap down. Now Mark Martin going to be challenged for second. Rusty Wallace goes to the inside. Martin got stuck on the outside lane. Rusty did sweep by. Here's Jeff Gordon trying to make the move as
0: well. Gordon will clear Mark Martin question now, can Martin get down before Terry Labonte gets underneath?
3: No, he can't. It also looks like now he's just going to literally force his way in behind Terry Labonte, and that will chop off Michael Walker to keep him from getting by, along with a string of other cars also. He got pinned out there for a moment. The leader's back in three.
0: Settling down, single file now. uh, Jimmy Spencer up front, going way wide
2: up in turn number four, hanging on to the lead, though, with two lap cars between himself and second place, Rusty Wallace. Those are the machines of Ted Musgrave and Lake Speed, then Rusty Wallace, then the lap car of Jeremy Mayfield, then the 3rd and 4th place cars of Jeff Gordon and Terry Labonte, then Mark Martin in 5th, Michael Waltrip in 6th, Ricky Craven 7th, the lap car of Bobby Hillen, then 8th place Dale Jarrett and ninth place Ricky Rudd. That is the lead pack at this point. Jim Sauter has just come out from behind the wall. Derek Cope is also back on the racetrack under this last caution flag while we go back downstairs and check up on Joni Michek. Joe, lots of damage to Chevrolet. What happened? Uh,
9: I I guess I was in uh, somebody's way out there, but you know, it's
8: here at Bristol, it's just so hard. Things happen quick, and a car snuck up on the outside of me, and I, I kind of came up to the wall. I, I'm going to have to say it's my fault, but, uh, you know, a little bit of patience. Uh, things things are just happening so fast here at Bristol. Joe
7: Dnevichek, like I said, they continue to work on it. We'll try to get back in the race.
3: Bobby Hillen got uh, drop kicked a little bit coming off turn number four, went all the way to the apron of the racetrack, and now we will take the car on the pit road. He is relief driving for Bill Elliott here tonight. We're looking at 184 laps complete here at Bristol in the Goodies 500. The leader swings off turn number two. That will be Jimmy Spencer. Has a couple lap cars between himself and Rusty Wallace back there who rides in the number two position. As they swing off the corner, Jeff Gordon caught back in some of that lap traffic also along with Terry Labonte, Mark Martin. And right now, Michael Walker and Ricky Craven all having to deal with lap traffic off turn two.
0: It is interesting watching Jimmy Spencer work these corners. He's taking a line about a lane higher than everybody else here, and it's working for him right now as he maintains about a five-car length
2: lead over second place Rusty Wallace. And that lap car of Ted Musgrave still in between Spencer and Rusty Wallace now as Jimmy continues to click off the laps out in the front of the pack at lap 186. When he comes up on lap traffic after several more trips around the racetrack, it'll be interesting to see if that high line continues to work or if when he has to start kind of binding the car up, if you will, turning it a little harder and staying to the bottom of the track in the corner, if then Rusty Wallace and the rest of the cars on those four tires will be able to kind of close down that gap pretty quickly.
3: Well, as long as Jimmy can keep the car freed up, doesn't have any traffic to deal with, he can take his own line through the turn. It's working real well for him. Rusty now gets out from behind those lap cars. Let's see how quick it takes him to chase down the leader. They're out of two.
0: Rusty chops down some ground off turn two. He's within five car lengths. Jimmy Spencer, third
2: place. Jeff Gordon, he's still trapped behind two-lap cars exiting turn four. Jeremy Mayfield and Ted Musgrave were side-by-side for a couple of laps around the speedway. Now Mayfield finally passes Musgrave. Jeff Gordon and Terry Labonte will follow. Mark Martin
0: also dives down to the inside of that lap traffic. He'll follow the tire tracks of Terry Labonte trying to make the move. Martin riding along back in the
3: fifth spot. Mark Martin having a little trouble negotiating some of that traffic. Finally will get underneath Ted Musgrave has his sights set now and getting up to the front of the pack. Rusty has caught the leader, Jimmy Spencer, in turn three. Rusty's
0: going after him off turn two. He went down to the inside as Spencer went wide. Here they are again. Rusty's
2: up alongside. Dives to the bottom off turn four. Spencer by a couple of feet at the start-finish line, but then he'll ease off the gas, and Rusty will sweep out in front and retake the lead when they come back around.
0: Rusty Wallace leads the way this time. Down the back straightaway. Now the shuffle back for the third spot. Terry Labonte trying to get some room underneath Jeff Gordon. Gordon working on the lap car of Jeremy Mayfield.
3: Has to take the bottom route, trying to get underneath Jeremy. He won't be able to do it, so he'll tuck back in single file. Give a call to Jimmy Spencer there. Good heads up driving when Rusty caught him. He realized that Rusty had a much quicker car at this stage of the race than he did. No point in wrinkling up the car, and that's the kind of the new look for Jimmy Spencer. He's had a great year this year using a lot of restraint and patience. He's paid off with some good finishes for him. He can still drive this racetrack and make an adjustment or two on Spencer's car. He's going to be in the thick of things all night long. One hundred and-
2: Back at Bristol Motor Speedway, 202 laps now in the books as Rusty Wallace leads the Goody's Headache Powder's 500. The third driver involved in the accident that brought out that last caution a few uh, laps ago was Jeff Burton. Let's hear from him.
8: Jeff Burton's been helping his crew repair the car.
9: Jeff, you were behind that accident. What did you see unfold? A uh, pretty typical crystal wreck. Uh, you get to the lap cars pretty quick. A lap car was holding up a, a lead lap car, and they got side by side, and they just got bottled up. When they got bottled up, everybody behind them got bottled up, and kind of a chain reaction. Just everybody gets in, everybody one of those typical deals the whole front end of the jeff
8: burton car has been pulled away tony liberati is kneeling down exactly where the radiator would be say hello to tony's father who had a little bit of a problem a few weeks ago he's in the hospital the crew hoping to get him back on the track to gain some points he's currently 12th in points
3: Rusty Wallace threatening to move away from the entire field. He's opened up about a two-second advantage right now on Jimmy Spencer. Rusty's been working that lap traffic about as good as anybody out there. Now Spencer, Jeff Gordon, and Terry Labonte going to have to thread their way through a three-car pack also as they work off turn number two trying to catch him.
0: This is going to get pretty interesting here, Barney. Those three have been working among themselves, battling for second and third for the last few laps, and now the added factor of lap traffic They're going
2: to work on him here in turn four. Around the outside of Dave Marcus's machine, now to the outside of Robert Presley. they Work now into turns one and two. Next in line will be Rick Mast. Here they come off turn number two, working down
0: the backs right away, closing in on the Mast machine. Jimmy Spencer, the second place car. Gordon right behind him. They've lost contact a bit now with Terry Labonte.
3: Spencer been doing a good, re- real good job of holding off Jeff Gordon. He's making that car about as wide, driving a good, solid, clean race. His car's not sticking at the bottom of the racetrack as well as he would like it and Jeff not forcing the issue. Well, he does now in
2: turn three. He does see the opening, and he goes for it. Gordon down to the inside. He'll go by and pick up the second spot. Jeff Gordon out to second, and Jimmy Spencer to third. Terry Labonte fourth, and Mark Martin to fifth. Change for sixth a couple of laps ago. Dale Jarrett got around Michael Waltrip, so Dale is in sixth. Michael Waltrip in seventh. Ricky Rudd is eighth. Ernie Irvin bypassed uh, Ricky Craven a couple of laps ago for ninth. Craven has now been dropped back into the 10th position. We're at lap 210 of 500 that make up the goodies 500 at Bristol tonight. We have uh, 17 cars on the lead lap now. Going to be a little while before Rusty Wallace catches the next machine on the end of the lead lap. That's his brother, Kenny, and he's got about a half a lap. Oh, Earnhardt in the wall off turn
0: two. He got a tap from a lap car coming off turn two. Earnhardt glances into the outside retaining wall. He's still running, but has lost significant speed here on the back straightaway.
3: Earnhardt now at the bottom of the racetrack keeps the car in a straight line doesn't appear to be all that much damage to the machine, but he is losing a lot of positions. He's off turn number two left following back up to Joe Moore in three. Again, Earnhardt hooking
0: the inside lane. He was racing alongside Lake Speed, and when he came off turn two on that last lap, looked like Speed came up a little bit high and has kind of squeezed him into the wall. Earnhardt glanced
2: off the outside, retaining wall, dropped down low. He remains on the racetrack, but again, he's slowed down a lot. And the right side of the Goodreads Chevy kind of all caved in. The tires were black walls a little while ago, now scuffed up white from the paint in the outside wall of the racetrack, and Earnhardt is about to be lapped by Rusty Wallace. As Rusty comes up to his outside, he will sail by Dale now, off into turn number one, lap number 214 as they work their way through two. Rusty goes to the outside of Dale Earnhardt, clearly passes him on the back straight away.
0: Here comes Jeff Gordon now, the second place car. He'll fall in line behind
3: Earnhardt as he works through turns three and four. Dale had slowed down quite a bit, thought he might be coming on the pit road, but apparently he is going to elect to stay out there for a while and maybe hope for a caution to get in and see what damage they did to the car. All that going on back there has allowed Rusty to open up a lot of daylight on the second place car now. He's pulled away by a good second and a half as he works his way off turn number three. Let's go to Eli Gold.
6: Well, the crew has been talking to him on the radio. They're discussing what, if anything, is in store. But it does not look as though they're going to be making a stop right here. Originally, they had all put on their helmets. They had gotten themselves ready. But Dale, for the time being, stays out there. Ironically, the man who is involved with him, Lake Speed, is pitting immediately beside the Earnhardt pit. But for the moment, they're not going to make a stop.
2: Although the right side of that car, took a little scrape up against the wall. It doesn't look like the fenders are in and the tires. There's no smoke coming from the car as he works his way around the speedway and I would assume by now if he had a flat tire he would know it and would uh, have felt something if he had a tire going down and come to the pit lane so for now Earnhardt going to stay on the racetrack though again he has fallen off of the lead lap and is slid himself back now uh, to the 17th position the first car one lap down so a tough night for Dale Earnhardt here at Bristol let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio the voice of NASCAR Racing At Bristol Motor Speedway, live coverage of the Goody's 500 NASCAR Winston Cup Series race on Motor Racing Network. Glad that you've joined us tonight. We're just approaching the halfway point of the event. Rusty Wallace is the guy in charge at this point. He has led twice tonight of the four different drivers who have held the top spot. Mark Martin led the first nine laps, then Jeff Gordon from lap 10 to 99. Wallace went out in front from lap 100 to 170, then through a two-tire pit stop. Jimmy Spencer took over the top spot for about uh, 20 laps before Rusty Wallace moved back around him. Rusty continues to hold the number one position. Jeff Gordon is second. Jimmy Spencer is third. Terry Labonte is fourth. Mark Martin is fifth, followed by Dale Jarrett, Michael Waltrip, Ernie Irvin, Ricky Rudd, and Ricky Craven. Those are your top ten cars now. We've had four cautions that have slowed the event so far. Nobody has retired from the race, though several cars have been behind the wall. Robert, excuse me, uh, John Andretti, Derek Cope and Jim Sauter have all been behind the wall. They're back on the racetrack. Johnny Benson and Robert Presley damaged in an earlier accident. Also, Jeff Bodine, Joni Michek, and Jeff Burton currently behind the wall. And that is uh, a summary of the race now at lap number 224. Rusty
3: Wallace continues to set the pace in the Goodies 500, and now Rusty's going to have a problem. He's caught a big pack of traffic out of turn number two. There's about 18 cars he's going to have to work his way through. He's in three.
0: Rusty falls in line behind Johnny Benson. Benson sees him coming. He'll go to the high side of the track and allow Rusty to make the
2: move down low. So Rusty will bypass the traffic now at lap number 225 and continues sailing on around the speedway. Take a minute, say hello to the lady who sung the national anthem here at the racetrack tonight. Those of you familiar with country radio will be well familiar with her voice. Terry Clark is here with us, suddenly single, doing well on the charts at this point.
10: Well, thank you. Uh, it is. It really is. It's our it's our new single, and uh, it's been out there for, uh, I guess, about seven or eight weeks now, and it's yeah. hitting at 28 on the charts, and we're real excited about it, and uh, working on a new album and out on tour with George Strait right now and having a great time.
2: This has been a big year for you in terms of uh, the music industry and your career.
10: It sure has. I feel, like, uh, I feel like the most lucky person in the world. It's a great job to have. I get to go out every night and sing for a living and do what I love and uh, I feel uh, very blessed and real fortunate to be able to do that and uh, lucky to be able to come out and sing it. And the national anthem at, at the NASCAR race too. This has been a first for me. The biggest audience I've ever sang in front of. This is the most people I've ever been in front of. So I was very nervous.
2: It's an exciting venue to be in too, especially this racetrack, as steep as these grandstands are. People uh, way up above you. Tell me about your nomination, if I if I recall correctly, for uh, the Horizon Award for the CMA.
10: Yeah, I was. Uh, you're very well educated with country music. <laughs> uh, a
2: Fan. A
3: I
10: fan. I was. Uh, yeah, I just found out a few weeks ago. I was nominated along with uh, Shania Twain, Brian. White, Leanne Rimes, and Wade Hayes for the Horizon Award CMA, which uh, goes to the best young newcomer. Of the year and uh, I, I'm real excited just being that company and, and uh, there's some stiff competition and, and great talent but I'm glad I'm going to get to be on the show. It's been a dream for me all my life. We'll,
2: we'll wish you a lot of luck uh, come you. October and a lot of luck with uh, the latest single and uh, CD that's out and, and the rest of the, the tour with George Strait. Thanks well, thank for coming
10: you. by. Thank you very much for having
2: me. We appreciate it. Terry Clark here with us tonight uh, sang the National Anthem at the race and uh, much of her music you can hear on your local country station including FM 94, one of our local affiliates here in the Tri-Cities area. Terry visiting with the folks at uh, FM 94 tonight here at the racetrack.
3: 232 laps are up on the scoreboard. Rusty Wallace shows no signs of letting up in the pace he's been setting here tonight. He is still about five car lengths ahead of Jeff Gordon. Jeff is way ahead, almost a straightaway now, on Jimmy Spencer, the third-place car in the
5: Goodies 500.
1: Another true tale of the outdoors from Kmart.
5: Hey, is this going to be a great trip or what? Yeah, it's going to be great as long as you didn't forget something. Oh, come on, I don't ever... always a... forget something. Oh, yeah? Okay, try okay. me. Okay, calm tent. Check. Sleeping bag. Check. Food. Check. Backpack. Ooh, check. Igloo cooler. Uh, check. Okay. Coleman Lantern. Check and double check. Wow. See, I got it all. Well, I have... For
1: brands as big as all outdoors, it's Kmart, where you can save on camouflage t-shirts. Thanks to a special purchase, they're just $3.99 at Kmart, where all hunting clothing is on sale for 20% off. And right now, Kmart has a Morton Booth six-gun wood cabinet with two locks on sale for just $109.
5: Okay, I admit it. You did good. (laughs) Thanks. I'll be right back. Where are you going? I... uh forgot the keys
1: sale starts august 25th and ends september 7th at kmart america's outfitters where everything we do is built around you
2: pretty close call for the fifth place car dale jarrett in traffic a moment ago the lap machines were side by side in front of him kind of got bottled up for a moment off turn two but everybody got away okay we continue under green lap 237 rusty wallace the race leader and from the bristol motor speedway this is mrn radio Quickly closing in on the halfway point of the Goodies 500. Nine more laps around to the lap 250 mark where we will pass out the Gatorade front runner reward of $10,000. And the first eligible driver at the halfway point, Rusty Wallace is out in front now. It has a pretty good distance, Joe Moore, on the second place car.
0: Certainly so in the pad of a lap car separating him from Jeff Gordon. Sterling Marlin sits in between those two cars. And Gordon's got a good pad as well. Maybe a second back to third place Jimmy Spencer. They've got a lap car between those
3: two as well going to be awfully hard for jeff gordon to chase down the leader right now maybe take the gatorade money at the halfway point he's got to thread his way around a couple of cars just to get up there to rusty and then Once he gets up there, he's got to get around him to be leading at the halfway point. Here's Wallace off turn number four. He'll be closing in on Dave Marcus and Kenny Wallace here in just a moment. And as we said a moment ago, once this field strings out around Bristol, almost everywhere you are, if you've got the fast car out there, there's somebody to pass, Joe Moore.
0: Wallace closes in now on the Dave Marcus car. Kenny Wallace over there just ahead. Made a move by Chad Little here a couple of laps ago. Now here comes the lap car, Sterling Marlin and
2: second place Jeff Gordon. Also squeezing by Chad Little going back into the turn. Rusty Wallace continuing to flick off the laps toward the halfway point now when he comes back around off of turn four this time, where he works now. It'll be lap 246, so four more laps around to the halfway point as Wallace comes up on his brother Kenny now. Kenny running 15, the last car on the lead lap there in two. Rusty Wallace right down to the white line on the inside of the track, brings it up wide on the back straightaway up against the
0: outside retaining wall, falls in behind his brother Kenny as he works off
3: turn four. Tell you, when Rusty gets a car to his liking at Bristol, Tennessee, he can be awesome. It kind of reminds you of daryl walter back when he was with junior johnson and they dominated this racetrack for so many years when rusty gets it tuned in he can drive it anywhere he needs to To there's particularly to the bottom of the racetrack that's a whole key if you can make that car get right down almost on the apron there are very few cars out there that you won't be able to get around if it stays that way all night he swings across the line puts lap 248 on the board he's off turn two
0: closing in even more on some heavy traffic he's got about 10 cars directly ahead some of those racing among
2: themselves And the first car he will catch is younger brother, Kenny Wallace. Off of turn number four, 249. One more trip around for Rusty to the halfway point of the $10,000 from Gatorade. Kenny Wallace and Ken Schrader right in front of him.
0: Here's Rusty now closing in on Kenny, looking for a chance to drop down to the inside. But instead, he'll follow the tire tracks of Kenny back to turn three.
3: Wise move for Rusty. No danger of losing it here at the halfway point. He just makes the cross flags at the start-finish line. And we're 250 laps into it. And Rusty Wallace collects $10,000 from Gatorade from the front front row. runner award here at the halfway point. Now he's got to deal with all that traffic we talked about. Let's see if he's going to be patient or if he's going to knock them off one by one. He just moved underneath Robert Presley. He is still behind his brother, Kenny, as he follows him back down into turn number one, and that traffic jam, that log jam, isn't breaking up at all.
0: Kenny kind of clearing for him just ahead. Got him by the Gary Bradbury car, working to the outside lane. Rusty falls in behind Kenny,
2: hoping Kenny Lopez lane now to get by Ken Schrader, which is the next car directly ahead. Why don't we set the field for you now at the halfway point? Rusty Wallace, the race leader, with Jeff Gordon second. Third is Jimmy Spencer. Terry Levani is fourth, and Dale Jarrett is now fifth. Sixth is Mark Martin Ernie Irvin is 7th, Michael Waltrip 8th, Ninth is Ricky Rudd, and 10th is Ward Burton quietly moving his way up toward the front of the field. 11th is Bobby Labonte, 12th is Ricky Craven, Bobby Hamilton is 13th, 14th is Kenny Schrader, Kenny Wallace is 15th, he is the last car on the lead lap, although just now Rusty goes to his inside to put Kenny one lap down. 16th is Morgan Shepard, Darrell Waltrip is 17th, 18th is Ted Musgrave, 19th is Brett Bodine, and Lake Speed is 20th. Two laps down in 21st is Sterling Marlin, Dick Trickle, 22nd, and 23rd, Jeremy Mayfield. Running three laps down in 24th is Dale Earnhardt, four laps down in 25th is Hut Strickland. More than six laps down now. From uh, position 26 on back would be the Bobby Hillen car subbing for Bill Elliott. 27th, Wally Dallen back. 28th, Johnny Benson and 29th, Dave Marcus. Chad Little is 30th. Gary Bradbury, 31st. Robert Presley, 32nd. Rick Mass, 33rd. Derek Cope, 34th. Jim Sauter, 35th. 36th, John Andretti. Jeff Burton. Joe Nemechek and Jeff Bodine are all behind the wall at this point. They are 37th, 38th, and 39th. And that is the full-field summary just past halfway. This mid-race update brought to you by STP, celebrating 25 years with Richard Petty, a partnership in racing and high performance. STP, drive a better car
3: best race on the speedway will be for fourth place. It's been going on for the last four or five laps around. That is a real scramble off turn number three.
0: That is Terry Labani trying to hold off Dale Jarrett, and they're working around some slower traffic in the process. It was a two-way battle. Jimmy Spencer in that. He's riding along in the third spot, but Spencer cleared some of the traffic. Now he's in a little bit of breathing room over the fourth-place car of Terry Labani but Labonte still feeling the heat from Dale Jarrett right up on
2: his rear deck as they work their way back into turn three. Rusty Wallace has put the 14th-place car around down. He has gone around. Ken Schrader now. So Rusty next in line will be Bobby Hamilton running in 13th. We fall back to that race for position with Dale Jarrett, Jimmy Spencer, and Terry Labonte off of turn number two.
0: Here they come. Single file down the back straightaway. Approaching some slower traffic as they
3: enter turn three. And they'll stay that way. Just single file off the corner and work their way back into turn number
2: two. 259 laps are complete here at Bristol in the Goodies 500. Hi folks. Alan... We are under caution as we rejoin you from Bristol Motor Speedway. The Goodies 500 slowed after three cars tangled in turn three. Ernie Irvin got the worst of it, got backed into the outside wall. He was running seventh at the time and the back end of the Texaco Haviland Ford is severely caved in. The left rear corner all smashed up. Ernie tries to drive straight behind the wall while all the lead cars come down for service. Stops at lap 269. Jim Phillips.
7: Rusty Wallace leads the parade. Then comes Jeff Gordon and Terry Labonte. And here is Mark the pit is out for Irvin if he can make it back, but he's not going to be able to. Here comes Michael Walker, in. Dale Jarrett right behind him. Jarrett had moved up to fourth place. Here comes Ricky Craven in. Let's see the tire strategy this time. It's going to be four for everybody on
8: this end of the pit lane to Winston Kelly. Four tires. Dale Jarrett down and away. Jimmy Spencer gets four this time after two last time. Four for Ricky Rudd as they complete his service to the back straightaway in Gold. Dale Earnhardt is in. Right
6: side tires going in right now. It will be a four-tire stop, as is the case for everybody else. who will be coming in here on the back straightaway. Lap 270. They'll now scamper around to the left side on Earnhardt's machine. Again, as we said, they are afraid they did push the rear end over a little bit in that shunt earlier in the evening. But so far,
3: they're continuing to run and still no driver change. And the race off pit road is going to be won by Dale Jarrett coming out right behind him in the number two position as the field will line up on the restart, assuming they don't come back in for another pit stop, will be Rusty Wallace. Coming off pit road third would be Jeff Gordon. Jerry Labonte comes off fourth, and then Jimmy Spencer round out the top five in the pit order the way they made
2: it just a moment ago. So Dale Jarrett, now the fifth different driver to lead the Goodies 500. Tonight's broadcast of the Goodies 500 brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by the Bristol Motor Speedway to MRN Radio solely for the private, non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this race without the express written consent of NASCAR and MRN Radio is prohibited. Second stop under the caution for Ricky Craven on the lead lap running in sixth off the pit lane. Let us uh, follow up on Craven's second stop as Winston Kelly looks to see what uh, service is being done to the Kodiak Chevrolet.
8: Uh, we were also talking to the Dale Jarrett crew. He got out so fast. I had to double check and see if he got four tires or two. They got four tires in 19.9 seconds. Now they've got problems on the right side of the Ricky Craven car. Tommy Baldwin and the boys putting on the right side rubber on the car. They're cleaning off the windshield. Can't tell exactly what the problem is. They may have had the set of tires that Ricky didn't like.
2: As we continue under this caution flag, let's go to Jim Phillips, who's looking on over the uh, damaged Ernie Irvin machine. Jim?
7: Well, the major damage is the left rear corner of the car. Ernie is still sitting in there. They have pulled the uh, back uh, of the car off. Uh, It looks like it's going to be a long time to try to fix this uh, Ford. They're trying to get a jack under the left uh, rear end housing, trying to get the car up off the ground because both left side tires are flat. Uh, They're having trouble doing that. But now they're beginning to get the car uh, raised up. And uh, we'll step in here and see if you can get a word with Ernie. Ernie, what
4: happened? Uh, evidently, I didn't give Chad little enough clearance. But, you know, he ran into me on coming off of two and um, got me going into three.
6: So that's the story for Ernie Irvin. And I've got Rick Mast here on the back straightaway. Normally, I ask a driver what happened. I want to ask you, what hasn't happened tonight?
7: Eli, it's been a real good week. I think. you. <laughs> The car was running excellent. I mean, the start of the race was a little tight. We worked on it. We got it going good. Heck, it was running as good as the leaders. Then they had a caution, and I was riding around under caution up there, and I guess turned four. Two of the cars, in fact, one of them I'm going to run next year, got together, and he spun, and I run into him, you know, and he tore my car up. We come in and lost probably 30 laps fixing it. So I go back out, and I'm on a ride, and trying to finish the race, and boom, there we go again. Th- Saturday Night Thunder at Bristol, man. It's wild.
6: But Rick Mast, as he said, did make a big announcement here yesterday. He'll be driving for Butch Mock Motorsports next year. The Remington team, it's a three-year deal. He'll be moving to the number 75 car. I
3: think the biggest thing Rick Mast needs is just a change of luck. He's a good race driver. He's been in some good equipment. But if bad luck's going to hit anybody
2: on top of the head, it seems to find Rick. The NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series moves to Nashville Speedway USA in Tennessee Saturday, August 31st. Live coverage of the Federated Auto Parts 250 at 145 Eastern on TVN Radio. A division of the Motor Racing Network, and that's not to mention tomorrow afternoon's event, up at Watkins Glen International, the Parts America 150. For the trucks, several of the NASCAR Winston Cup drivers competing tonight, flying up right after the race with several members of the broadcasting fraternity. And tomorrow afternoon from Watkins Glen, International 1215 Eastern Time, the broadcast of that one again on TV and radio, a division of the Motor Racing Network. Qualifying for that race held earlier today, Steve Park driving Joan Nemechek's truck won the Bush Pole over Mike Skinner, Dave Resendez, Butch Miller, and Joe Rutman. at the starting order, at least of the front five for the truck race tomorrow up at Watkins Glen. Off the pit lane here in Bristol, Dale Jarrett, the new leader of the Goodies 500 over Jeff Gordon, Rusty Wallace, Terry Labotti, and Jimmy Spencer. The rest of the top ten are Mark Martin, Ricky Rudd, Ward Burton, Bobby Labonte, and Bobby Hamilton. One- back under green in the Goodies 500 at Bristol Motor Speedway. Dale Jarrett, now the race leader, has quickly cleared lap traffic. Jeff Gordon and Rusty Wallace have gone with him. Terry body. the fourth place car, stuck behind a couple of lap machines as the field works through turns one and two and heads for the backstretch. Dale Jarrett
0: tries to stretch out that lead over Jeff Gordon coming down the back straightaway. He's got a couple of car links on him now. Rusty Wallace rides along in third. He's beginning to tighten up now on Jeff Gordon in a race for second.
3: Just about a car link separate. First, second, and third. That's the interval between those front three as they work over to turn number two again. Dale Jarrett at the point. Let's see if he can stay out there this time around. Dorton not gaining all that much ground on him. Jeff stays just about one car length back. Rusty just an equal distance Terry the body on the scramble. He just moved underneath Kenny Schrader going off into the corner as they work back into turn number four. Let's go now to the pits.
6: Dale Dale Earnhardt is still in here on the back pit. They're doing a major rebuild on the GF Goodwin Chevrolet. Number one, they're having to change the radiator fan. And we have told you extensively about the bent rear end housing. They're having to realign things. They've got the string out, checking the toe in. They're now bottling it up and getting it pulled away. But they have been on pit lane now for about five laps. So as Earnhardt goes down a number of additional laps. He just couldn't drive it anymore.
2: Here comes a challenge for the lead. Jeff Gordon and Rusty Wallace have caught Dale Jarrett. Lead for the lead and for the second spot coming down the
0: back straightaway. Gordon looked down to the inside of Dale Jarrett. Couldn't make the move. He looks back. Rusty Wallace is
3: all over him. Dale Jarrett's got his hands full hanging onto the lead, as Joe said. Uh, He's trying to hold off right now. Two cars, either one which would get around him if he slips up just a little bit but the scramble's just as good for second place. Gordon went up a little bit
0: high that time trying to get a run on Dale Jarrett and open the inside lane for Rusty Wallace. He takes the move down to the
2: inside. Rusty grabs second. One little slip is all it takes here at Bristol and you will give up a spot. You'll have no choice once you're forced to the outside but to give way, Gordon hesitated just a bit slipped a, just a touch off turn two and that was all the opportunity Rusty Wallace needed to get second. Now Rusty climbs up with the back bumper of Dale Jarrett. Going to try and work him for the race lead now at lap 286.
0: Rusty follows Dale Jarrett in his race for the lead. Off turn number two already. Looking down to the inside. Rusty sees no chance. He'll fall back in line single file. Gordon riding along in third. He's beginning to feel some heat from Terry Labonte
3: back and forth. It's been another one of those nights when the fans have been jumping up and down all night long. They haven't sit down very much at all. The racing has been so good. Wallace goes for the lead in the backstretch. Wallace gets the run off
2: turn two to the inside of Dale Jarrett. He'll take the lead in turn four. Off of the corner now down to the start finish line. He left the inside door open. Jeff Gordon and Terry Labonte are all going to go by Dale Jarrett. So Dale goes from first to fourth in a half a lap. They're off two. Jeff Gordon grabs the second spot.
0: Terry Labonte to third. Jarrett goes all the way back to the fourth position but still in touch with
3: Terry Labonte as they work off turn four. Jimmy Spencer trying to reel in the front four and get up there and get a little piece of the action along with Mark Martin who rides right behind him. They are about a second or so behind the front four. They're off turn two and heading up to three.
0: Spencer's Got all that distance, plus the lap car now of Ken
2: Schrader, separating him from the front four, coming back into the corner. Mark Martin, about four car lengths behind Jimmy Spencer. to update you that Dale Earnhardt is back on the speedway in 28th position now. He is 16 laps down to the race leader, but back on the racetrack again in 28th spot. Rusty Wallace, Jeff Gordon, Terry Labonte and Dale Jarrett. Those are the first four. Jimmy Spencer is fifth. Mark Martin is sixth. Seventh is Ricky Rudd. Ward Burton having a solid evening in the MBNA Pontiac. He's running in the eighth position now. Ninth spots being held by Michael Waltrip. Ricky Craven is tenth. Eleventh is Bobby Hamilton. Bobby Labonte is twelfth and those are the cars that are on the lead lap.
3: 252 laps. Well, let's make that 292 laps go up on the scoreboard as they swing back around. Let's go to the pits. Robert Presley
6: has taken the car behind the wall. They have changed everything tonight except the paint job. What are they
7: trying to change now? Well, with that steering box went out, I tell you what, it's just been our typical year. Uh, sitting out there just riding there in the first part, and somebody wrecked and the car came across the hit us. But now the car is just darting, you know, all around everywhere. Been doing it. Been checking it, and it's just getting warranty, so I think we'll put a steering box on it, so instead of that aside recognize car we need to stay, so. It's been one of those nights
6: for
5: Robert Pressler.
2: Off of turn uh, number one and two, and down the back straightaway goes Rusty Wallace with the race lead of about three car lengths on Jeff Gordon now as the laps uh, click off from the restart. Rusty, once he's gotten the lead, beginning to stretch his distance just a little bit now as Gordon, Labonte, and Jarrett try to hang on to him. They're going to catch some traffic shortly. As they close in on
0: traffic on the back straight away. change for the fifth spot as Mark Martin went to the inside of Jimmy Spencer. That was on the last lap as it came off turn two, so Martin up to the fifth spot. Spencer falls back to sixth.
3: Ward Burton moves up a notch also. He just got around Ricky Rudd last time by, so he'll move a little closer to the front of the pack. The leader right now is going to be caught in a big pack of traffic in turn three.
0: Rusty goes to the outside of Dave Marcus coming back into the corner. He'll fall in line now behind Gary Bradbury, as the second and third place
2: cars make their move by Marcus. He will go to his outside, across the start-finish line, and back down into the banking of one. Here's Rusty Wallace with more traffic off two. Wallace dives down to the inside of Gary Bradbury's
0: battered machine, coming back to turn three. Bradbury gives him plenty of racing room, and Rusty sees even more traffic
3: directly ahead. Eight cars in that pack for Rusty Wallace as he bears down on John Andretti. That'll be the first one he catches, but once he gets around John, there's a lot of side-by-side racing going on directly ahead. They're back in three.
0: Rusty's getting ready to get to some busy work here coming back into the corner as those side-by-side battles continue directly ahead. First one to pick off John Andretti, and he'll dive down to the inside of his Ford in turn one. Looks to the inside of Andretti through the corner. Now Wally Dallenbach next in line. Here's Rusty diving down to the inside of Dallenbach's Ford. He'll clear him, but then is when you've got two cars going side-by-side, Jim Sauter and Dick Trickle.
3: Here's where a good-handling race car really pays off. Now, Rusty has passed quite a few of those cars at the bottom of the speedway. When he ran up on Dick Crickley, just made the move, cut the car to the right, and went around on the outside. So he's got her hooked up real good. He's back in three.
0: What helps also, Barney, the fact that a lot of these guys are looking back to see what's happening. When they see the leader come, most of them will slide over and make him get by or let him get by. That's a situation then when they came up on those two slower cars. Right now, Rusty's still dealing with Jim Sauter. He follows that Pontiac off turn two. And here on the back straightaway Finally, Sauter moves
2: over. Rusty clears him to the outside. Next in line will be Joe Nemechek and Dale Earnhardt's machines, both having spent time behind the wall. Mark Martin and Jimmy Spencer beginning to reel in the uh, Dale Jarrett car, along with Terry Labonte and Jeff Gordon now, a second, third, and fourth, begin to see some company growing larger in the rearview mirror. We're just past 300 laps now. Lap 302 of 500 is on the board. Right now, Rusty Wallace is the man at the head of the stack.
1: Tonight's Goodies 500 on MRN Radio is sponsored by Lowe's Home Improvement Warehouse, the official home improvement warehouse of NASCAR, and the sponsor of Brett Bodine's Ford Thunderbird. By Wix Filters, the choice of Joe Gibbs Racing. Bobby Labonte can't push Wix Filters beyond their limits, so chances are you won't either. By Kellogg's Corn Flakes, the official cereal of NASCAR and sponsor of Terry Labonte. By Moog Quality Chassis Parts, the choice of every NASCAR team running. By True Value, the official hardware store of NASCAR. True Value, help is just around the corner. By Bosch, makers of Bosch Super the premium copper core spark plug by Texaco Havilland Formula 3 motor oil, controls volatility and fights vaporization by New Holland North America proud sponsors of the Bill Elliott Motorsports team and driver Ron Farfield by Primestar mini dish satellite television with no equipment to buy, call 1-800-PRIMESTAR and by Fleetwood, for the best built best value recreational
2: vehicles go with the leader, go with Fleetwood 316 laps complete in the Goodies 500 at Bristol Motor Speedway in Tennessee. Live coverage tonight on Motor Racing Network. Rusty Wallace has been the dominant driver to this point in the event. Led from laps 100 to 170, 192 to 269. And at lap 288, he took the lead away from Dale Jarrett and is out in front now as we continue under green. Got a dozen of them on the lead lap. Rusty Wallace, Jeff Gordon, Dale Jarrett, Terry Labonte, and Mark Martin the top five. Jimmy Spencer sixth, Ward Burton seventh, Ricky Rudd in eighth. Ninth position At this point being Michael Waltrip, and currently in 10th is Bobby Hamilton. Ricky Craven is 11th. Bobby Labonte is 12th. Nobody is retired from the event at this point. Though currently behind the wall, Ernie Irvin, Jeff Bodine, Rick Mast, Robert Presley, Dick Trickle, and Johnny Benson are on the pit lane. Jeff Burton has just come back from behind the wall many laps down after being involved in an earlier accident. Average speed, 94.284 miles an hour. Again, just past the three-fifths point of the race. Rusty Wallace trying to check
3: out on everybody here at Bristol, Tennessee on this Saturday night with a packed house, watching a good race in the Goodies 500. He's certainly had the dominant car most of the evening. Mark Martin still very solid out there. A lot of guys having good runs. Jimmy Spencer's had a good run here tonight. Ward Burton's having a good, solid run along with about a half a dozen other cars. Ricky Craven stayed up there for a great part of the race, and he had a few problems in having to play catch-up right now. But for the most part, it's been a fairly clean race, even though
2: we've had a few wrinkled up race cars. Nothing like we normally see here at Bristol, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. The fact that nobody's out of the race at this point. You don't hit anything easy at Bristol. And just the fact that nobody's out of the race through five caution flags, pretty spectacular just uh, in itself beginning to see a pretty good uh, scrap shape up for the third position. Terry Labani kind of falling back into the clutches of Dale Jarrett Mark Martin and Jimmy Spencer. They're in traffic headed for the backstretch.
0: Actually Terry made the pass of Dale Jarrett a couple of laps ago and now Jarrett's going to lose another spot Mark Martin dives down to the inside Martin will grab fourth. Jimmy Spencer gets the fifth spot. Jarrett goes from third back to the fifth position.
3: Classic example of what we're talking about here at Bristol earlier if the car is off just a tick and handling you can't keep it at the bottom of the racetrack you're going to lose a lot of positions if somebody's hooked up a little better than you are and for the moment Dale Jarrett's having problems keeping that car down on the apron of the racetrack or at the bottom of the speedway. We're looking at 324 laps complete in the Goodies 500 for Rusty Wallace. As we said, it's been one of his better racetracks for about 10 or 12 years really. Rusty has always run good here. He seems to just find the setup to his liking where he can drive the car almost anywhere he wants it and when he does he is tough. Right now he's having it tough in traffic off turn two.
0: Rusty very busy working traffic. Meanwhile we're keeping an eye on Dale Jarrett. Again he lost that third spot. Fell back to six. He's now lost another position. There could be a problem for Dale Jarrett.
2: Ward Burton just clearing that car. Jarrett slowing on the racetrack. Johnny Benson will go to the outside of him. Benson several laps down. Now Ricky Rudd will come by and up to the side of Dale Jarrett to try and bypass him for the sixth position. Let's go to pit road and check up there. We're
5: not into
7: Jeff Gordon's fifth. to play every half. us just get the wave from you a little bit. Yeah, I can't hear words you're saying, of course, we're here at principle. Right now, our car just uh, a little out of balance. We've been a
9: little bit tight, a little bit loose. So not going
4: to stay with Rusty. He's got a real good car.
2: Caution on the speedway as one car is in trouble in turn two. It
0: is Gary Bradbury, Dale Jarrett, and Ricky Rudd were battling for position. We told you Jarrett had slowed a little bit. Rudd was trying to get by. They got caught up when they ran up on Gary Bradbury, tagged him, and
2: spun him up in turn two. So the yellow flag waving for the sixth time in the Goodies 500 at lap 328 and I am sure Dale Jarrett will welcome this caution flag greatly as the handling on his car had just gone away. Get enough opportunity to get it on the pit lane and to the attention of Todd Parrott and the crew. So we expect to see everybody uh, come down for some service here momentarily as the uh, Ford Mustang pace car now picks up race leader Rusty Wallace in turn three and it will lead him by the entrance to the pit road and open the front stretch pit lane and here they all come to Left-hand turn now. It'll be lap 3.30. The stops will come. Wallace, Gordon, Terry Labonte, Mark Martin, Jimmy Spencer, Ricky Rudd, Dale Jarrett all in for their stops. Here they come in front of Jim Phillips.
7: Well, let's see if Jeff Gordon's team makes any adjustments. Rusty Wallace's team so far has not. And I don't see any indication that Jeff Gordon's team is going to make any. Right-side tires are going on for both Rusty Wallace and Jeff Gordon along with Terry Labonte. Right behind them is the sit-go forward to Michael Walton. Then further up the pit lane, you've got Mark Martin in there getting uh, four tires and gasoline. That's the story down on this end. Four tires
8: and gasoline down to Winston Kelly. Four tires for Jimmy Spencer. He's the first down and away. Four for Dale Jarrett. Now he gets boxed in, a car in front of him. He's going to have to back up to get around a Ricky Craven car. That allows Ricky Rudd to get out in front of him. Four tires and gasoline for all of them. Now the car's a lapper more down. Be like old on the back stretch.
6: Ward Burton is in. He is running in the sixth position. Four tire change. A good one for the M- the a pontiac team they have been one of the harder working crews a lot of chassis adjustments earlier tightening up the car this time they haven't had to touch it just tire change and fuel there away change now complete for dale earnhardt we talked about johnny benson they had some carburetor problems there's some 30 laps down and dick trickle losing many many laps earlier with a broken shock
3: Jeff Gordon will win the race off pit road, so he will assume the lead when they go back to green here in just a few moments. Coming out right behind him would be Rusty Wallace and Terry Labonte.
2: Back under green in the Goodies 500, Jeff Gordon sails away from lap traffic. Rusty Wallace and Terry Labonte will follow him, free of traffic. Now, the rest of the cars in the top 12 that are on the lead lap kind of mixed in and among the lap cars. Jimmy Spencer,
0: one of those riding along in fourth, we see the sparks as his car bottoms out coming off turn two, squeezing for the inside to get by Lake Speed. He's now past him, and now Spencer's bearing down on third place, Terry Labonte.
3: Jimmy Spencer really got the car hooked up, working on Terry Labonte, trying to find a place inside to get underneath him off turn number two. Couldn't do it. Tucks back inside single file. They're back to three.
0: Jimmy again uses that high line off turn number two. Tries to sneak in on Terry Labonte. Further back Mark Martin. He's boxed in with Kenny Wallace to
2: the outside. Makes speed directly ahead of him. Hasn't taken Rusty Wallace many laps to chase down Jeff Gordon. Gordon kind of squirted away to a pretty good advantage in the first couple laps after the restart. Now Rusty is right there, Barney, and tracked him right up on the back bumper
3: see how good he is because uh, he's had the lead most of the night. Rusty has. Everybody's had to work on him. Now Gordon made the good pit stop. Gets out in front and Rusty's there. Takes a shot at him off turn two. Rusty
0: pulls up alongside. Halfway down the back straightaway. Rusty Wallace is back in the lead.
2: No contest as Wallace comes off of turn four with the top spot. Lap 340 now. So Gordon led for some nine laps, including a few of those or most of those under caution, but now it's Wallace back out front. Wallace flashes off
0: turn two and down the back stretch. Gordon looked for a moment to the inside. He'll fall back in line and go single file as they
3: exit turn four. Rusty not a bit bashful about showing just how good his car is when he has it hooked up, whether it's here at Bristol or anywhere else. If he can lead, that's exactly where he's going to be. So he wasted no time in getting back to the front. But Joe Moore, he has not Been able to shake. Jeff Gordon, he hangs right with him. Gordon's right
0: there on his bumper, not letting Rusty get too far away. And they both look back and see Terry Levante closing in from third. And Jimmy Spencer in the fourth spot. Right now, he's about five car lengths back.
2: But he's starting to reel in that front trio as they come back down the back straightaway into turn three. About half the distance of the straightaway back now. You will find fifth-place Mark Martin and sixth-place Ricky Rudd. Their nose to tail. Then several more lap cars before you come back to seventh, eighth, and ninth all bumper-to-bumper. Michael Waltrip, Dale Jarrett, and Ward Burton. They're all in one and two. Fifth and sixth place cars
0: now clear themselves of slower traffic. Mark Martin and Ricky Rudd both drove down to the inside of Robert Presley on the last lap. So now they're with a nice shot of the race leader as well.
3: Give a call to Ricky Craven and both Ricky Craven and Bobby Hamilton is what I intend to say because they've both driven a good race tonight, been able to stay up there on the lead lap. They currently ride back there in about ninth and tenth, but they are on the lead lap and have done a good job of staying up there because a couple of times tonight they've come real close to going a lap down and able to really hang in there. The race winding along in a hurry, 345 laps in the record book in the Goodies 500. As they work around the racetrack, Rusty Wallace continues to set the pace. Jeff Gordon hangs in there in the number two position. And for the moment, that's about all they're content to do, is just ride nose to tail.
2: Wait, why don't we set the field for you now at lap uh, 346. We have the dozen cars that are on the lead lap with Rusty Wallace, Jeff Gordon, Terry Labonte, Jimmy Spencer, and Mark Martin being the top five. Ricky Rudd is 6th, Michael Waltrip 7th, Ward Burton is 8th, 9th is Dale Jarrett, Ricky Craven is 10th, Bobby Hamilton's 11th, and Bobby Labonte very quietly on the lead lap now and in the 12th position. A lap down in 13th is Ken Schrader, Ted Musgrave 14th, and Brett Bodine 15th, 16th is Darrell Waltrip and 17th position is Lake Speed. Two laps down in 18th is Kenny Wallace. 19th position is Jeremy Mayfield and 20th is Sterling Marlin. 21st, three laps down is Morgan Shepard. Five laps down in 22nd is Hut Strickland. Then seven laps down or more, you've got Wally Dallenbeck in the uh, 23rd position, 24th. Bobby Hillen, 25th, uh, Chad Little, Dale Earnhardt in 26th now, 27th is Dave Marcus, Dick Trickles 28th, Johnny Benson 29th, Gary Bradbury 30th, Derek Cope 31st, Jim in 32nd, 33rd is John Andretti, 34th is Ernie Irvin behind the wall, Robert Presley is 35th, then you've got Joe Nemechek, Rick Mass, Jeff Burton, and Jeff Bodine, that is the 39-car field now at lap 350. Average speed of the race, 93.5 miles an hour. Six caution flags slowed the event. So far, nobody has retired from the Goodies 500. This mid-race update sponsored by Sports Image. Dressed to impress this fall with apparel from the 96 Dale Earnhardt Racing Sportswear Collection. This collection features newly designed lightweight and heavyweight jackets, denim shorts, twill long sleeve and short sleeve dress shirts just like Dale wears. For more information and a free catalog, call 800-342-7612.
3: Ricky Craven got clipped coming off turn number two. That was the battle for seventh position. There were five cars locked up in it just a moment ago. Ricky got clipped coming off that corner, Joe Moore, and he's looped the car around all the way to the back straightaway.
0: Car's got some problems here. The right rear tire is shredded, and he's also got some problems possibly rear end or gearing. He cannot get the car to move. He's on the banking at the edge of the racetrack just shredding that right rear tire as he tries to get some forward movement from the car. It's going nowhere, just shearing off the side of the car as Craven,
2: obviously frustrated, trying to make that Chevrolet move. And the other thing he's done by trying to move that car, looks like he might have uh, cut something underneath the machine and that has sparked off uh, maybe a little oil leak that has dripped underneath the... uh, right front tire of the car from uh, the looks of it from here. Now it looks like uh, the little blaze that had started there just for a minute might have extinguished itself already. But a bad break for Ricky Craven, who was running on the lead lap and in the top uh, 12 positions when he gets in trouble in the backstretch at lap 354. Perhaps Craven a nominee for the Ray Bestis break of the race award that Bonnie, Barney and I will pass out at the end of the broadcast tonight. $500 going to charity from Ray Bestis, the official. Only a couple of pit stops among lead lap cars under the 7th caution of the Goodies 500. Let us uh, recap them quickly. We will start on the main straightaway with Jim Phillips where Michael Waltrip stopped.
7: Yes, he did. Just for tires and gasoline. Uh, last time they had uh, got so far behind on the lead lap, they had to make two stops to get their tires and gasoline. Ricky Craven has been in. Uh, the fluid coming out of the car was water. Uh, evidently uh, revving the engine up over there so many times, the car's gotten hot. They did force some water in the radiator. They
3: changed the four tires and they sent him back on the speedway. A couple of cars that were also on the lead lap pitted in front of Eli Gold.
6: Well, Bobby Labonte came in. He's on the lead lap and he elected to make a stop. Ward Burton did not come in this past time by. The crew is talking it over. I'm with Bill Davis, the team owner for Ward Burton. And you guys have been a hard working bunch. Looks like you've got that
7: chassis dialed in finally. Yeah, Chris has made some great adjustments to the car all night long, and and Ward's given us great feedback. Uh, Yeah, we're having a good run. You know, the qualifying deal and being back here on the back stretch has probably hurt us more than we realized it was going to, but, you know, that's okay. We're going to come out here for a good run, and uh, hopefully we're going to top five out of it.
6: That's Bill Davis, the team owner. He talked about Chris. That's Chris Hussey, the crew chief, who was on the radio at this moment with his driver. Hence, we talked
2: to the team owner. A little ongoing discussion on the racetrack for a lap or two by Ricky Craven uh, with Bobby Hamilton. After Craven came off the pit lane, raced around the outside of the field, pulled up alongside Hamilton's car and a little bump into the right side of the STP Pontiac so perhaps Ricky expressing whom he feels might have been the cause of his troubles on the back straightaway. but now Craven has come back down the pit lane and uh, I guess we'll call them separated at this point but uh, Ricky showing some frustration that we often see here at Bristol. Well he's had a a good
3: run going as we said earlier tonight he had a good race car stayed up in the top four or five and kind of get it wrinkled up you're going to see a lot of that. There's going to be a lot more of it before the night is over, I think.
2: Dale Jarrett running in the seventh position at this point under caution. Of course, he'll be much in the spotlight next weekend when we head on to Darlington Raceway in South Carolina for the running of the Mountain Dew Southern 500. Jarrett, by winning the Daytona 500 in uh, February and the Coca-Cola 600 at Charlotte in May, is eligible to win that Winston Select million dollar bonus next weekend. If he can win the Mountain Dew Southern 500, might have won the spring race at Darlington, Barney, if it didn't come down to a fuel mileage thing. And of course, uh, the Robert Yates team not known for the better fuel mileage because of the horsepower they make. I wouldn't count him out.
3: Well, just about everybody I've talked to says if anybody's had a, a really good chance to win it, real good odds to win it this time would be Dale Jarrett at Darlington. It's a good racetrack for him. I think they've been down there and tested and well prepared. They'll go there with everything. The one thing that you can't prepare for is the pressure that's on you. Even though you can't try and tune it out, talk to Darrell Walter and the guys that have run for it, from Bill Elliott, the only driver to ever win it. And that's just the one thing that you can't overcome.
2: And there'll be plenty of pressure, but we'll have live coverage of the Darlington race weekend beginning Friday with Bush Pole qualifying at 3 p.m. Eastern time on MRN Radio. Saturday, it's the Duralube 200 for the NASCAR Busch Series at 1245 Eastern and then... The Mountain Dew Southern 500 from the circuit's oldest super speedway, Darlington Raceway, with all its tradition and that million-dollar bonus on the line. From Winston for Dale Jarrett, 1245 Eastern Time next Sunday. Tickets on sale at Darlington Raceway this week and at Richmond International Raceway for their race weekend. Of course, the Miller 400 on Saturday, September 7th is sold out, but tickets available for Friday and Thursday night events at Richmond will also be at Dover, Delaware on Sunday, September 15th for the MBNA 500 Uh, Upcoming events also at Martinsville, Virginia, September 22nd, and the final race from North Wilkesboro, North Carolina for the Winston Cup cars on September 29th, all coming up live on MRN Radio in the next several weeks. Peel sees the green flag off turn number four.
3: Rusty Wallace punches the throttle, heads off to turn number one. Jeff Gordon hangs right with him. A lot of lap traffic down on the inside. Not going to be a big factor, at least for the front two.
0: Wallace and Gordon both make the move by Ken Schrader's lap car. Now Terry Labonte's going to deal with him and with Kenny Wallace a little bit further back.
2: Terry gets around the outside of Kenny in turn four. Now Jimmy Spencer trying to get around the outside of both Ted Musgrave and Kenny Wallace. He's got Mark Martin and Ricky Rudd right behind him. Spencer rides along in the fourth spot. He's dealing with
0: Ted Musgrave first. Now he'll fall in line behind Kenny wallace bark martin back in the fifth spot he now approaches the ted musgrave car
3: off turn four really tough restart here at bristol when they put the lap traffic down on the inside and you've got to get around them on the outside if they really want to give you a hassle there they can hang you up and cost you a lot of positions but for the most part a lot of these guys will work with you a little bit here at this racetrack off turn number four working back down toward turn number one rusty rusty wallace wastes no time in opening up about a 15 car separation on Jeff Gordon, and he's pulled away from Terry Labonte by a good distance. Terry Labonte was held up for a
0: while by Ken Schrader. He's finally cleared Schrader here on the back straightaway. Same situation for Jimmy Spencer riding back in the fourth spot. He was kind of pinned behind Kenny Wallace for a now, but now uh, Jimmy Spencer has cleared that car. He
2: now pulls up behind Kenny Schrader as they exit turn two. Spencer has uh, moved away from Mark Martin just a little bit. Mark has cleared the traffic and opened up some distance. Now Ricky Rudd, Dale Jarrett, Ward Burton, and Michael Waltrip all racing for spots behind some double wide lap traffic. Now going to be three-wide lap traffic as they come up on Jeremy Mayfield's car for a moment. DW has to go high.
0: Ricky Rudd racing along at the sixth position and right on his tail now. Dale Jarrett in the seventh spot. Eighth Ward Burton and ninth Michael Waltrip all squeezed up here as they try to get by Brett
3: Bodine and Daryl Waltrip. And they'll have to take the high line going off into turn of the one. 369 laps are complete here at Bristol.
5: Only one car company has had the horsepower to lead Winston Cup for 25 consecutive years as the official pace car of NASCAR, Pontiac. To get our 25th anniversary year with NASCAR off to a flying start, we've uncaged the hottest Firebird ever built without a racing number, the new Ram Air Trans Am. With a 305-horsepower 5.7-liter V8, the available race-proven WS6 performance and handling package, four-wheel disc brakes with ABS, 17-inch alloy wheels, and black everywhere you look. Except for the lights, graphics, and safety modifications, it's identical to the Firebird you can buy. If you follow NASCAR's lead and get in line at your Pontiac dealer now... Because with this much performance, it's going to have a tremendous following. The new Ram Air Firebird Trans Am from Pontiac. We are driving excitement.
2: 11 cars on the lead lap at lap 373. Of the Goodies 500. Rusty Wallace with 7 tenths of a second at advantage on Jeff Gordon. Terry Labotti is third. Jimmy Spencer and Mark Martin about to trade fourth and fifth spots. Mark about to get fourth away from Spencer. Well, he was. They got together a little bit off turn four. and Spencer will hang on to the position for now. From the Bristol Motor Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Rusty Wallace has been the dominant car of the Goodies 500 and right now he is out in front once again of Jeff Gordon by seven-tenths of a second across the start-finish line. Lap 379 of 500 has been completed behind Rusty and Gordon. Been a couple of scraps for position that have been pretty interesting. Mark Martin finally did take that fourth spot away from Jimmy Spencer a couple of laps ago. And from Ricky Rudd on back, Joe Moore, that was really intense for several laps after the restart, though it is thinned somewhat right now. Well, the problem was Ricky
0: riding along at the sixth spot was trying to get by Darrell Waltrip, and he finally had to give old D.W. a little bit of a nudge over in turn two several laps back to his attention and uh, make the move. He had to get by Darrell because he looked back and saw Dale Jarrett closing in. Also, you We've got uh, Michael Waltrip and Ward Burton, along with Bobby Hamilton, all in that pack closing in on Ricky Rudd. So Rudd had to make something happen, and he did.
3: Give a call to Michael Waltrip, too. He's had a good, solid run here all night long at Bristol, Tennessee. The car will have its moments. It'll be as good as anybody out there. And then they'll have a segment between pit stops. Where the car will go away and be pushing up in the racetrack with him a little bit, but for the most part he's got a good solid race car all night long. He runs in on Dale Jarrett right now beginning to put a little pressure on him off turn two.
0: Michael pretty well stacked up there with traffic in front of him and behind him following Dale Jarrett again. Back down the back straight away into the corner. He looks back. Ward Burton clearing himself of lap traffic. He
2: now tightening up on Michael Waltrip. Ward Burton running behind Michael now in the ninth spot. Bobby Hamilton is tenth. Bobby Labonte is eleventh. They're racing for position off two. Hamilton squeezes
0: down to the inside, Labonte looked
2: for an opportunity to go to the outside, now Labani
0: flashes down low, tries to get up alongside the SDP Pontiac, but the move won't work.
3: Bobby Hamilton said this morning, I just want to come out of here with a car in one piece and a top ten finish, and he's well on his way to doing that thus far. Three hundred and, what, eighty-four laps complete here, as the race has begun very shortly, being its final one hundred laps, Rusty Wallace still very much the dominant car, nobody's been able to do anything with him. Even when they made a better pit stop than he did and got out in front, Rusty's been able to get back around. He's working his way off turn number four. Again, traffic going to be a big factor for the leader, Rusty Wallace. A little side-by-side racing going on right in front of him off turn two.
0: Had a little trouble getting by John Andretti a couple of laps ago. Rusty didn't finally make the move by him. Now Dave Marcus of Lake Speed. For a moment, they were going side-by-side.
2: They see the leader coming. They clear out of the way, and Rusty makes his move. Here's a change for fifth position. Ricky Rudd gets nuts a little wide in turn three. Dale Jarrett's going to sweep to his inside off of four and grab fifth. Now here comes Michael Wallace. Walter to the inside, and as he does that, his car beginning to show a little smoke in turns one and two. Let's follow him down the backstretch. Saw that smoke develop, Alan,
0: a couple of laps ago just kind of slightly for Michael Walter, but again coming through turn number three, this time not as evident as it was before, and he seems to be up to speed.
3: Quite a bit of smoke out of the car just uh, lap before that when he came down the front straightaway. See just a little tailtale bit of it through one and two that time. He's back in three.
0: Here he comes back in the corner, still just ahead of
2: Ricky Rudd and the Ward-Burton car. No sign of the smoke this time as he passes us here in turns three and four. Third position has just changed hands. Mark Martin has gotten around Terry the body, so put Mark up into third now, and he will try and leave Terry and see if he can reel in Jeff Gordon and Rusty Wallace. Got a pretty good bit of distance to make up, though, before he's going to be able to catch Gordon as they work traffic in two. Might
0: have some assistance in closing in on the front runners because the front runners are now catching some traffic of their own. Rusty sees a pack of about six just ahead as he exits turn
3: four. That's one thing he hasn't had that much problem with all night long and probably the reason he has led so much of this race is traffic has not been a problem. If he needed to go to the bottom of the racetrack and even get down on the flat part, he was able to do it. If he had to run up two lanes where there really isn't a racing group, he's been able to do that also and it's paid off for him all
2: night long. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR racing. The Goodies 500 for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series coming your way live from Bristol Motor Speedway in Tennessee on Motor Racing Network. Glad that you are with us tonight. Alan Bestwick here with Barney Hall, Joe Moores on the backstretch, Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Eli Gold in the pit and garage areas. Seven cautions have slowed the race. Nobody's retired from the event at this point as we approach now the final 100 trips around the world's fastest half mile. Rusty Wallace has been the dominant driver thus far. He holds about a 15-car length lead over Jeff Gordon. That is the way the race stands now with 11 cars on the lead lap. They are Rusty Wallace, Jeff Gordon, Mark Martin, Terry Labonte, and Jimmy Spencer, the first five. Dale Jarrett is sixth. Michael Waltrip, seventh. Uh, Ward Burton is eighth. Ricky Rudd is ninth. Bobby Hamilton is tenth. And Bobby Labonte is 11th. That's the way we work at lap 395.
3: Talk about Jimmy Spencer having a good run here at Bristol. We said how much he likes this racetrack and how well he's driven it. Over the years, he's been in a, a great variety of cars, different car owners he's driven for over the years. But tonight, he's got the camel car really hooked up. I think Winston Kelly has been down in that pit. And, Winston, they should be very pleased with the run they're having. Yeah,
8: they are. They finished fourth last night, or Jimmy Spencer did. Donnie Wingo. How about the car tonight and the tire strategy? Now, the car's been a little bit loose all night. we trying to judge some of the to help him, but he's pretty much holding his own. How about changing the two tires versus four tires? How's the car having different? difference? Well, we've done that a couple times now and been able to hold it own pretty good, but in the long run, it's hurt us a little bit. That's the word for Johnny Wake, the crew keep on the car. They started at 15, and they took on two tires at first stop, and they've been up in the top five or six all night long. They changed two to one other time, and as Johnny said, on the long run, Back back to going four tires. Now
2: 10. As we continue now, about to hit the 400 lap mark in the Goodies 500, Rusty Wallace rocketing down the back stretch and into Turn Three. He'll come off the corner this time, working some pretty heavy lap traffic, and he will complete the 400th lap around the Speedway. Down to 100 to go now in the Goodies 500. And let us set the field for you quickly. We gave you the top 11 a moment ago. Back to Bobby Labonte in the 11th place. The rest of the top 20 are in 12th, Ted Musgrave, Darrell Waltrip 13th, Ken Schrader 14th, and Brett Bodine 15th, followed by Kenny Wallace, Lake Speed, Jeremy Mayfield, Sterling Marlin, and Morgan Shepard. Just joining us at a Dale Earnhardt fan. Dale caught the wall earlier in the race. He is running 26th now, 20 laps down to the race leader. At Bristol Motor Speedway, under caution for uh, what was a single-car accident that turned into a double in turn four. Let's go to Joe Moore.
0: John Andretti uh, got a little bit of assistance here coming into the corner, slammed into the outside retaining wall. He collected to Bobby Labonte. Now, Bobby has climbed from his car, may have hurt his foot, though, because when he got out, he kicked the side of the car, and pretty frustrated when a couple other machines came by as he threw his gloves over there. Bobby's still kind of thrashing around the car. Andretti still sitting his car with a
2: lot of front-end damage on that Ford leaders on pit road right now for service at lap 410 let's cover the stops rusty
7: wallace and jeff gordon in the pits are going to make a chassis adjustment on the gordon car behind him is uh, terry lavati behind gordon then behind him is michael walter Mark martin is in let's see the strategy is four tires and gasoline from all these
8: leaders Wallace's crew getting to the, around the left side Wallace is going to be the first one out Now to Winston Kelly Another excellent four-tire stop for the Jimmy Spencer crew Dale Jarrett follows him out Ricky Rudd to three cars on this end of pit road On the lead lap, now to Eli Gold The only man on the lead lap back here On the rear pit is Ward Burton right now Right side tires,
6: they're going around The left side, of course others On the lead lap earlier, Bobby Hamilton He's now in for service The other man was Bobby Labonte Who apparently has his evening finished
2: John Andretti has just finally climbed from his car, very heavily damaged in the front end and sitting in the middle of the banking of uh, turns three and four now as uh, some of the cars not on the lead lap come down for service. Again, Rusty Wallace winning the race off of the pit lane at uh, lap number 411 after good work from Robin Pemberton and the crew. A couple of tough hits there in that. First, John Andretti got backed into the fence. Then when he came down the racetrack right across the middle of the speedway, Bobby Labonte had no place to go, caught the front end, And that caved in the steering and the uh, right front corner of his car. Sent him up hard into the outside wall with the right front. So two hard licks there for Bobby. And, uh, yes, he was quite frustrated when he climbed from the machine and uh, expressed uh, some displeasure uh, at a couple of different places on the speedway. He has since uh, continued on into the pit area. And, as we say, John Andretti has climbed from his car and now walked away. So uh, two-car crash at lap 409 puts us under caution for the eighth time. At this point, while we are under the yellow flag, let's take us uh, just a minute and remind you that True Value Hardware Stores has awarded Dale Jarrett the True Value Man of the Race Award from the Michigan event of one week ago. True Value giving Dale a check for $1,000 for posting his fourth win of the season and the eighth of his career. True Value donating an additional $1,000 to Dale Jarrett's designated charity as winner of the True Value Man of the Race Award. You
3: just don't realize how fast they're running here at Bristol until you see an accident, just like we witnessed up in turn number four when a guy bounces off that wall and comes down on the racetrack and a car coming in there full bore. Even the spotter can't help you. That's what the drivers will tell you. By the time they say there's trouble, go high, go low, Bobby uh, Bobby
2: Labonte was there. He didn't have time to do anything. No, uh, absolutely not, and uh, it all happened in a big hurry, and unfortunately for Bobby, it takes him from being... In the 11th position on the lead lap, probably to last in this race because, uh, well, maybe not quite to last, but certainly down at the bottom of the five or eight cars because nobody's fallen out of the event at this point. Let's go downstairs.
7: Robin Piperton, while we got a caution here, he can hear us. Robin, you had a great car all night long.
11: Yeah, we, uh, uh, that fuel mods thing was going to come into play, I think, eventually, but uh, the car's running good. Uh, sometime during the race, the 88 was real good, the 6 has all of a sudden gotten real good. Uh, now the fuel mileage isn't there we're looking to end this thing under green
7: looks like that rusty's able to run on any line he wants to tonight that seems to be the difference he can work that
11: traffic yeah that that car is an awesome car you know we've designated a bristol dover car and we've been perfecting this this little car here for just this racetrack for the last year and a half so
2: uh you know it's all worked out for us the guys have done a great job in the pits and all that pretty good Robin Pemberton, crew chief for Rusty Wallace. Perhaps the Western Auto mechanic of the race. We will find out at the end of the day. $2,000 from Western Auto, the official auto parts and service store of NASCAR, awarded to the top mechanic in this event as designated by the uh, panel that uh, does the award. Gary DeHart leading the race for the $25,000 Western Auto Mechanic of the Year award. He is Terry Labonte's crew chief.
3: While we're under caution, it'll give us a moment to talk with Chris Powell, the team manager for Sports Marketing Enterprises. And, Chris, you guys got a big weekend coming up at Darlington with Dale Jarrett having a chance to win the Winston Million. A lot of folks think that RJR would not like to give away that money, but they really would. That's why they came up with the program.
8: You better believe it. And we are looking forward to doing just that this weekend if uh, at Darlington if, if uh, Dale Jarrett can win that uh, Mountain Dew Southern 500. We've got a lot of media opportunities, uh, appearances set
3: up for – for Dale this week, and we're looking, to a, looking forward to a big week. Well, he's probably got the best chance that anybody's had in a long time. We talked to Darrell Waltrip, who's had a shot at it, and some other drivers over the years, including Bill Elliott, and I don't know, we're talking a little bit earlier, the one thing that you can go down there and do all the preparation you want, the big thing that's going to be on his mind is going to be the pressure, even though I know you've talked to him and he says, we're going to tune all of that out. There ain't no way when you're running for a million dollars. He has said that
8: uh, as of right now, he doesn't feel it, but he, he's not guaranteeing anything when he straps himself in that car. But you talk about preparing. Uh, they want to win that Winston Million so bad, Barney, that uh, just last week, the 88 team, Dale Jarrett and the crew, went down and tested for the second time at Darlington. You only get
3: seven tests a year, and he's gone out and tested a second time. So they're pretty serious about trying to win it. Well, the point situation is changing hands in the last couple of weeks also. It's kind of got topsy-turvy lately. Right. You could throw a blanket over the top four right now with Jarrett and Labani and Gordon and Earnhardt and uh, It's going to be interesting. We're going to battle it all the way down to Atlanta. Well, bring the million-dollar check down. If he doesn't win it, you can give it to us. We'll all split it up.
2: (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thanks for stopping by. All right, Chris, thank you. Chris Powell from Sports Marketing Enterprises. And on the subject of R.J. Reynolds and Sports Marketing Enterprises, Barney, I know we want to uh, pass along our condolences to T. Wayne Robertson, who is the head of Sports Marketing Enterprises for R.J. Reynolds, who uh, lost his father uh, during the week this week.
3: Yeah, everybody in the garage here, uh, since we came in, said that they hadn't had a chance to get a hold of Wayne. And they wanted to pass along their condolences in the loss of his father's piece. Uh Robinson was around a long, long time and made a lot of friends in Winston Cup Racing. And we also would like to send our sympathies down to Wayne Robertson.
2: This, the eighth caution of the event, brought out after John Andretti crashed in turn four and then collected Bobby Labonte when the car uh, ricocheted off the wall and came back across the speedway. Let us go downstairs.
7: We're getting uh, Terry Labonte's pit, allen with Gary D. Hardy. He's talking to Jerry right now. Gary, you've been up there all night long, but you haven't led a lap yet. I tell you, two cars pretty darn strong. Gordon strong. It's just kind of one of those unfortunate things. We're pretty good, but we're not as good as they are. I don't want to sacrifice
9: giving up whatever's going to happen at the end of the race. after why I turn and leave a lap,
7: that's Gary DeHart, crew chief for Terry Labonte. We're going to try to hang in there in the top
2: five, but sixth him just fine right now. Fifth place is where Terry will line up on the restart. Behind Rusty Wallace, Jeff Gordon, Mark Martin, and Jimmy Spencer. Then you've got Terry in fifth, Dale Jarrett sixth, Michael Waltrip seventh, Ricky Rudd eighth, Ward Burton ninth, and Bobby Hamilton in tenth. Those are the cars that are on the lead lap at lap 418. Dale Earnhardt on NASCAR. 79 laps to go in the Goodies 500 at Bristol Motor Speedway in Tennessee under the eighth caution of the evening after John Andretti crashed in turn four and collected Bobby Labonte on the rebound, if you will, off the wall. Rusty Wallace winning the race off the pit lane. Mark Martin is up to third position now. Mark led the first nine laps of this event. He's not really ever been farther back than seventh or eighth in the whole race, but hasn't been up in the lead since lap nine either. Jim Phillips is in his pit with his crew chief. Yes, we
7: are with Steve Beal. Steve, this is a father. you've been up quite a few laps. Uh, we've got about 79 laps to go. What have you got for them?
9: Well, we just did get good. You know, we struggled for a long time. Probably had too much air in the tires. So we're nervous about tearing a beat up and hurting, hurting Mark or tearing up a race car, losing points. So, so we came down on the air pressure two stops ago, and Mark got real good. We haven't had great pit stops. The last one was just superb. So we're in a pretty good position, but Rusty's been just incredible all night. So we're pretty happy with where we're at right now. We're going, we're going to go ahead and race him.
7: I'm sure they will. So that's the story on Mark Martin. He's third right now as we get ready to go.
3: You can come out of here and survive with the car in one piece and get yourself a top five or six position finish.
2: That's a pretty good night at Bristol. Mark Martin has had uh, top five, a uh, top ten finishes rather, in his last five races. And here at Bristol, since he won this race in 1993. At six top tens and seven starts here. So, this is one of his better racetracks. John Andretti, Bobby Labonte, perhaps uh, nominees for the Goodies Headache Award that the members of the media covering tonight's Goodies 500 will uh, pass out at the conclusion of the event. $1,000 to the winner who suffers the biggest headache in the running of or preparation for this event. Not the awards you want to win, but certainly it can help when uh, things do not go right. And the Goodies Headache Award winner to be announced later on in the evening. Pace car about to
3: peel off the banking up in turn number four, and hopefully we can conclude the Goodies 500 under green conditions here as they come down to the line. Green flag goes in the air, and Rusty Wallace takes off. He'll take about seven or eight cars with him. Jeff Gordon's not going to let him get away, and neither is Mark Martin. They're off turn two.
0: Mark Martin stays right with the front two as they come off turn number two. Now Jimmy Spencer, the fourth-place car. He goes wide to get by the lap machine of uh, Sterling Marlin off turn four.
2: the Levani, Dale Jarrett, and Michael Waltrip now off to the outside of several lap cars trying to keep in touch with the front few as they race in two. the Levani works on the outside of Dale Jarrett. That's a race for position. Jarrett
0: squeezes down the inside. He'll grab the fifth spot here as they enter turn
3: three. And a lot of lap traffic involved and that little altercation back there going on these guys are going to have to work their way around Darrell Waltrip and also quite a few other cars to get up to the front of the pack, meanwhile Rusty Wallace has set sail, opened up about a five car separation,
0: Rusty Roars back into turn number three, again five car
3: lengths in
2: front of Jeff Gordon, Mark Martin though is not letting Gordon get too far out of his sight, Martin staying just a couple of feet off Gordon's back bumper now at lap 427, let's go down to the garage John
4: Andretti, it's not bad enough you have to talk to me once tonight, you got to talk to me twice, what happened this time well, we were just trying to stay out of everybody's way, and I actually pointed the 81 car by but I don't know if he drove in too deep or what, but he just uh, drove in the side of me and cut us down to the wall, and it's too bad because, I mean, we weren't, we weren't trying to be, do the best we could to stay clear, and I thought we were doing a good job of that, you know, seeing as we were 60 laps down, changing that gear, so it's real unfortunate. I guess these guys, um, I guess some of these guys just don't have their respect, and they just figure out I'm a target.
3: John Andretti obviously disappointed as 81 plus 37 equals an early night took a hard shot, but John apparently is okay. Rusty Wallace, still the leader as the laps are winding down to conclude the Goody's 500 here at Bristol, Tennessee. He goes back to turn three. Still a good
0: race, though, for the fifth position. That's where Dale Jarrett's trying to get by the two lap cars. Terry
2: Labonte right up on his bumper. Michael Waltrip is there as well. That battle continues off turn four. Darrell Waltrip and Jeremy Mayfield are the two lap cars they are trying to work, and Jarrett not able to go to the outside and get around him and can't find a lane inside.
0: If he does go to the outside lane, he's got to worry about Terry Labonte jumping down to the inside and stealing a position away. So a tough spot for Dale Jarrett as he now goes to work. First on Jeremy Mayfield.
3: Dale Jarrett's had a pretty decent car all night long, but he's been caught back there in that traffic trying to work his way back to the front of the pack, and he's had to play catch-up all night long. He's back in turn three.
0: He opens the lane underneath Jeremy Mayfield. That allows Terry Lavani also to make the pass. Now Michael Walter will squeeze down to the inside. He's riding along in seventh. He bypasses Jeremy Mayfield as they race back to
2: turn one. Darrell Waltrip can't just give up and pull over because if he opens the inside lane. There are a bunch of cars he's racing with for position behind him. Darrell is 11th, and the first car a lap down, so Dale Jarrett right now running 5th. We'll have to probably earn his way around DW. He's got to catch him first, though. He's a couple of the car lengths behind. Garrett works his way up off turn number two, looks
0: for a possible lane to open up around Darrell De- Waltrip, but it will not. Again, Terry right in his tire tracks as they come
3: through turns three and four. Give me an idea of just how strong Rusty Wallace's car is. They've been back under green about 11 laps, and he's already caught the tail end of the field. That's just how quick he's getting around here. He's setting a pace that is totally unreal. That scramble again still going on between Dale Jarrett and Terry Labonte as they work off turn number four right in behind Darrell Waltrip. And as he said, Waltrip just can't pull over and let them go. If they're going to get around, they're going to have to earn it. Let's follow them around one more time. They're off turn two. Jarrett riding
0: around the fifth spot. Terry Labonte in the sixth position. They have got some room now over the seventh place car
2: Michael Waltrip, but still trying to work on Darrell Waltrip to get by his machine off turn 4. Michael Waltrip has a little bit of breathing room in a lap car between himself and 8th place Ricky Rudd. Ninth place Ward Burton is right on his back bumper and Bobby Hamilton is a little ways back with some lap traffic in the way in 10th. Rusty Wallace has a little trouble with lap traffic in 3. Jeff Gordon closes right in on the back bumper. Gordon was there going down a turn number 1 right up on the bumper of Rusty Wallace
0: but now they've cleared that traffic and again as he does each time once they get out of traffic Rusty is able to pull away.
3: Not real sure now all of a sudden that Jeff Gordon and both Mark Martin don't have a car that's just about as good as Rusty Wallace. They've been able to stay with him now, but to be able to get around him, that's not going to be easy to do. They're back in three.
0: Here they come, single file down the back straightaway. Two car links between Rusty
2: and Jeff Gordon. It's about four car links back to Mark Martin in third. A bit farther back in the field, Ward Burton had a run at Ricky Rudd for the eighth position off turn four a lap ago, but not enough of a run. When Ricky started to come down the racetrack, a little stab of the brake pedal for Ward had to fall back in line, single file to keep from clipping the left rear corner of Ricky and turning one or both of them around lap 441 now, down to 59 laps to go. Rusty Wallace heads up the backstretch. Wallace
0: closes in on slower traffic here as he comes into turn three. Jim Saunter just ahead. Dale Earnhardt also just ahead for the race leader Rusty Wallace.
3: Rusty's car is so good we haven't seen him crack the throttle all night long except when there was cars running too wide when he would catch them. He'd just wait a minute until they kind of separate a little bit to get on around. Other than that, just about everybody he's caught from a lap car to a car that wasn't lapped on many occasions. He's been able to drive either right to the bottom of the racetrack or around the outside. We haven't talked a whole lot about Sterling Marlin here in the Goodies 500 tonight. Boy, it has been a frustrating night for that team. This is the home track of Larry McClure, the car owner on that machine, and they had high hopes of maybe getting a victory, but uh, things have certainly not gone their way here tonight.
2: Sterling was collected in one of the uh, earlier accidents at lap 168. In fact, the fourth caution of the evening, he got collected in the aftermath when Joan Nemechek Uh, Bumped with Michael Waltrip heading into turn number one and crashed. Uh, Sterling losing a couple of laps on the pit road for repair at that point. He is on the speedway now, but he is running 18th, four laps down to the race leader. Why don't we set the field for you now with 55 laps to go. Rusty Wallace leading Jeff Gordon with Mark Martin third, fourth being held by Jimmy Spencer and Dale Jarrett fifth. You've got Terry Labonte sixth, Michael Waltrip seventh, Ricky Rudd eighth, Ward Burton ninth, and Bobby Hamilton tenth. That is your lead lap. Eleventh, one lap down is Daryl Waltrip. Twelfth is Ken Schrader. Thirteenth is Brett Bodine. And fourteenth is Ted Musgrave. Two laps down in fifteenth is Kenny Wallace. Three laps down in sixteenth is Jeremy Mayfield and Lake Speed in seventeenth. Four laps down in 18th is Sterling Marlin. Running uh, also four laps down in 19th is Morgan Shepard. Six laps down in 20th is Hutch Strickland. Seven laps down in 21st is Ricky Craven. Eight laps down in 22nd is Bobby Hillen subbing for Bill Elliott tonight. Running uh, in the 23rd position now is uh, Wally Dallenbach. He is 10 laps down to the race leader. 24th position, 13 laps down is Chad Little. Dale Earnhardt is running, uh, let's see, he is running now in 25th position and he is 22 laps down to the race leader after getting into the wall in the backstretch earlier in the evening. 26th is Dave Marcus. 27th is uh, Dick Trickle. 28th is Johnny Benson. Bobby Labonte now falling to 29th and will slide further as the race continues. 30th is Derek Cope. Gary Bradbury's 31st. Jim Sauter, 32nd. Robert Presley, 33rd. John Andretti, 34th. Joe Nemechek is 35th. You've got Rick Mastin, 36th. Ernie Irvin, 37th. Jeff Burton, 38th. And Jeff Bodine is 39th. The full field rundown now with 50 laps to go. After a good tussle of a few laps around the Bristol Motor Speedway, the fourth position has changed hands. Dale Jarrett getting around. Jimmy Spencer now, so move Jarrett up a spot as he has a long way to go before he would catch third or second place. Those two cars, Jeff Gordon and Mark Martin, Gordon being second, Martin third, a running nose to tail around the speedway, but Barney, they don't look like they've got anything for Rusty Wallace, at least the way things stand right now.
3: Don't think anybody's got anything for Rusty Wallace. If that car stays anywhere near the way it has been since they put him under green earlier in the evening, he's going to be awfully tough to deal with. He's pulling away from everybody right now, and the, the big key for Rusty is he knows how to get around Bristol. He's got a car that he can drive anywhere he wants to. and. As you said many times, catching him is one thing, getting around him is another. I don't think there's any driver out there except maybe Dale Earnhardt. I would uh, hesitate to tackle any more than I would Rusty Wallace, particularly if it's for a win. Rusty is not going to give you anything. But you never know what's going to happen at Bristol. We've seen that a lot of times.
2: Rusty about to work up on the back bumper of Ernie Irvin now, who spent many laps behind the wall after getting turned around into the outside retaining wall at lap 267 while running 7th at the time. Several drivers, in fact, just kind of limping around out on the speedway now after being damaged in earlier accidents. It started at lap 18 when uh, Jeff Bodine got turned uh, got made contact rather with Jimmy Spencer in turn one. Spencer spun and though he continued away with no damage the aftermath collected Johnny Benson Derek Cope and Robert Presley and damaged their machines. Jeff Bodine then got spun off turn four at lap 71 Jim Sauter got spun on the back straightaway at lap 128. Joe Nemechek uh, collected uh, Sterling Marlin Jeff Burton and again Jeff Bodine earlier in the race. Uh, Ernie Irvin got turned around into the wall. Ricky Craven then John Andretti and Bobby Labonte been one of those nights for cars getting bounced off the concrete.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of cars out there running with quite a bit of damage. Best race on the Speedway last three or four laps have been going on between Terry Labonte and Jimmy Spencer and Joe Moore. That just changed a moment ago as they came around the backstretch.
0: Yeah, Terry Labonte finally made the move by Jimmy Spencer. Jimmy's car may be going away a little bit. We talked about Dale Jarrett working on him for a few laps here about uh, ten laps ago. Uh, he got by pretty easily and Terry Labonte also once he started putting the pressure on Jimmy Spencer Jimmy just couldn't hold him off anymore so Terry advances one spot. now up to the fifth spot. Spencer falls back to six, and now Michael Waltrip in the seventh spot begins closing in on Jimmy.
2: It's about ten car lengths off of Jimmy's back bumper. Then it's a good uh, third the distance of the straightaway anyway here at Bristol. Back to Ward Burton and Ricky Rudd, and Bobby Hamilton the last car in the lead lap is a couple of seconds farther behind them. Rusty Wallace, the race leader, has gotten around Ernie Irvin's machine. Also, Derek Kolb spent some time behind the wall with a rear-end problem early in the race. He has moved over and let the leader by. Now, Rusty on the backstretch.
0: He's got three lap cars between himself. Rusty does. And the second-place car of Jeff Gordon was a good battle going on for the second spot for a while. Mark Martin had closed in on Gordon's rear deck. Now that battle has gone away a bit now as there's two
3: car lengths separating those two. The only car that really hasn't changed after this pit stop, and you get out there and put about 30 or 40 laps on a set of tires, is Rusty Wallace. He just seems to have the same line whether he needs to go high or low. The car has not missed a beat all night long. He just moved around Derek Cope, and the lap traffic, not a factor for him whatsoever. Uh, Jeff Gordon has had a little trouble getting around some of it. Right now, Mark Martin's putting the pressure on off turn two. Martin's
0: closed in quickly. We just mentioned a few moments ago he had fallen back a little bit. But just as quickly, he's tightened up yet again.
2: This is the race for the second spot, working off turn four. About to go to the outside of Wally Dallenbach's Hayes Ford that slowed suddenly a couple of laps ago off turn four and is motoring, ar- motoring around very much at reduced speed and, in fact, now heads for the backstretch pit lane. So Wally having some problems, and now he misses the entrance to the pit road there and keeps on going around the racetrack, though, again, at much reduced speed. Martin on the back bumper of Gordon now for second spot. They're in turn two. Martin looking for a chance down on the inside coming up off turn number two, but Jeff Gordon
0: again is strong. Keeps the car down on the inside lane. Keeps blocking that lane as Martin tries a higher move through turn four. But again, all he can do is just follow the tire tracks of Gordon Chevrolet.
3: Martin getting a lot of support from the fans here. They're on their feet cheering him on hoping he can get around. Jeff Gordon as the laps are winding down. 473 go up on the scoreboard. Gordon trying to hold him off. Here they come out of turn number Four That big pack of traffic that Rusty Wallace went through just a few moments ago is directly ahead of those two right now. They're going to have to thread their way through off turn two.
0: That may be what uh, Mark's looking ahead to, Barney, the opportunity once they get in traffic maybe to make a move to pinch Gordon down to the inside or outside of some of that slower traffic. They close in even more on the first of
2: those cars as they head down to the start-finish line. That is Brett Bodine's lowest forward now with 25 laps to go. Rusty Wallace, the leader, and the second and third place cars in traffic. Rusty makes his move to the
0: inside of Ken Schrader. He's still got several lap cars between himself and the second place battle. Those two
3: now clear Brett Bodine off turn four. And no pressure whatsoever on Rusty Wallace in these final laps, assuming he can stay out of somebody else's problem as he works his way off turn number two. Fans continue to watch the battle for second place. It's in three. Jeff Gordon
0: has the second spot. Mark Martin, the man who wants it. They have no threat from behind as the next car is nearly a straightaway
2: behind them. That is Dale Jarrett. working his way off of turn number four. Now across the start finish line comes Dale Jarrett. While Rusty Wallace is already up on the back straightaway. Now 23 laps to go. It'll be 22 when Wallace comes off of turn number four and down to the start finish line this time. Rusty opening up a wider and wider lead on Jeff Gordon, and for now Mark Martin not able to do anything with Jeff Gordon. We'll shift our attention back in the pack to the race for the sixth and seventh positions. Michael Waltrip is finally caught up to Jimmy Spencer. Here's Michael Waltrip
0: making a move, looking to the inside of Jimmy Spencer, but can't do anything. The slower car of Joe Nemechek occupies that lower lane, so this time through turns three and four, Michael expected to, to go to the high side. Now he will dive down low and go after Jimmy in turn one.
3: Got a feel for Jimmy Spencer. That car just will not stay at the bottom of the racetrack. It is good after they make a few pit stops, and then Michael goes after him. He's under him going over into turn three. Michael gets a line on him coming into turn number three, tries to get the
2: nose of his Ford underneath Spencer's Ford, but again, not able to pull up alongside. There's slower traffic just ahead of him. That is Jim Sauter's machine subbing for Kyle Petty tonight, damaged in a shunt into the inside wall in the back straightaway earlier on in the event. Now they will have to slow to work their way to the outside of Sauter as they go into turn number three. Back up front, Rusty Wallace just cruising on around as Jeff Gordon has some trouble in traffic. Gordon
0: has to work to the outside of Dale Earnhardt. They made some contact about 30 laps ago. Gordon was putting a lap on Earnhardt, coming down the back straightaway. The two cars touched, and it sent Earnhardt up to the banking of turn number three, almost into the outside retaining wall. Didn't look to be intentional on anyone's part, but again, now the two cars did hit, and obviously not much damage to either one, but this time Gordon gets by cleanly.
3: Just get an idea of how much Dale Earnhardt wants to stay in that race car. Now, they had problems. Dale has got to be in pain out there. He's many, many laps behind. He's had a couple. They've had enough caution flags that they could have probably changed drivers and not lost anything whatsoever point-wise or anything else. But he just does not want to come out of that race car. And despite all the pain and everything else and the frustration that he's went through here tonight at Bristol, he's going to tough it out and go the full distance. There's no question about that. Rusty Wallace, the leader, watching the the laps wind down. His crew, I'm sure, keeping informed on the radio exactly how many laps there are to go. But for the moment, everything has went his way. It has been an absolutely perfect night here at Bristol for Rusty Wallace. He's off turn two.
0: Here he comes down the back straightaway, making his way by Robert Presley. He'll fall in behind Ted Musgrave. Now he's got about uh, four cars between himself and Jeff Gordon. Gordon
2: beginning to build up a little bit of steam now, getting away from Mark Martin. And that race for the sixth position rages on as Jimmy Spencer and Michael Waltrip race. A little bit of contact in three and four. Michael Waltrip's going to squirt around now as Spencer gets kind of skittered up the racetrack, put Michael Waltrip to sixth, and Spencer back to seventh. The Western Auto Mechanic of the Race Award should be about uh, time to be passed out. Let us go to Pitt Road.
8: Well, it is, and Donnie Wingo, the crew chief on the farm, Jimmy Spencer. Congratulations, Donnie. You've been named the
9: Western Auto Mechanic of the Race. Thanks a lot. I just want to thank the team. Everybody did good. Pitts good all night. We just never get tired of Zach Around tonight. That's the word from Donnie Wingo. He's the
8: Western Auto Mechanic of the Race. He and the team will receive $2,000. His name goes to the cost of that $25,000 at the end of the year. The Western Auto Mechanic of the Year and the situation on the Spencer car. Why drop dropped back a little bit. It's just a little bit loose at this stage in the race. So He's lost a couple of positions.
3: Jimmy's been doing a good job with the car all night long. He has raced for the guys that he needed to race with, but realizing the car not working like it needed to be, a lot of guys have been able to get underneath him and drop him back. But he's made them work for it, even though the car has not been exactly perfect for him all night long. It's not been all that bad. What, 10 laps, 10 to, laps go? to
2: go now. Rusty Wallace just got the signal from Doyle Ford atop the starter stand now as he works his way back over to turn three. He'll come around and complete 491 of 500. So nine laps to go. Wallace's advantage on Jeff Gordon he is 1 in 210 seconds, but there's a lot of traffic ahead.
0: He's got at least 10 cars directly ahead, but Rusty really does not need to push the issue at this stage of the race. A commanding lead he continues to maintain over second place Jeff Gordon. So Wallace has got to just tiptoe through all this heavy traffic.
3: Well, he's not going to have any choice this time because they're running too wide directly in front of Rusty, and he's not going to have anything to do except exactly ride along right behind him, Joe. He's not going to stack them three deep.
0: Certainly so. He'll just kind of fall in line behind the car that's going the quickest. In this case, it'll be Hut Strickland going to the outside of Gary Bradbury
2: and Joe Nemechek. Now Rusty down to the inside of Strickland's machine in the main straightaway, but Bradbury uh, damaged in an accident earlier significantly slower, so Rusty will have to slow up, get back in behind Hut Strickland, and go to the outside now. Now break to the inside and that allows Jeff Gordon and Mark Martin to close in significantly as Wallace comes off of four. Six laps to go and Rusty clear of the traffic, and now the second-place car is going to lose some ground in that traffic. Mark Martin sees
0: those cars stack up just ahead of him. Jeff Gordon, the second place man, also in the thick of that battle as Rusty has cleared the traffic. He starts spreading away again.
3: It'll be awfully hard to chase him down. The battle may come down to who finishes second between Mark Martin and Jeff Gordon. Gordon has it for the moment. They're in that traffic that Rusty went through just a minute ago. They're off turn two. Mark
0: Martin again right up on the rear deck of Jeff Gordon looking for an opportunity to get by, but Gordon just sprints down this back straightaway. Again, they're separated from Rusty
2: Wallace, a race leader, by the lap car of Ernie Urban in about a second of distance. Working their way now back off into the corner as the laps continue to wind off. 496 on the board, four to go for Rusty Wallace. All it has to do is hold together for the final few trips around the speedway, avoid any encounters with lap cars. And he is going to go to victory lane for the fifth time here at Bristol Motor Speedway. Excuse me, the sixth time at this racetrack and the fifth time in 1996. Three to go, he's in one. Rusty threads the needle, getting by Johnny Benson on the inside, by Derek Cope on the outside,
0: works his way back to turn three. Now, Jeff Gordon and Mark Martin have cleared that traffic, but they're still about five car links back.
3: Well, I don't think they've got anything for Rusty whatsoever as the laps are winding down. There's nothing between them except maybe 15 or 20 car links. Jeff Gordon really peddling just as hard as he can. Tries to chase him down over in turn three.
0: Does all he can to kind of close that gap, but it's not
3: working for him as Rusty Wallace leads the way off turn four. White flag for Rusty Wallace. They flash off into turn number one. All he needs to do is just stay out of trouble about two-thirds of a lap. He's out of turn two. Wallace
0: has five car links on the second-place car of Jeff Gordon. Here he comes. Single file down
2: into turn number three. hugging the inside line for the last time off turn four. A dominating performance for his 46th career NASCAR Winston Cup win. The hand out the window as he takes the checkered flag saluting the fans. And Rusty Wallace wins the Goodies Headache Powders 500 at Bristol. Jeff Gordon finishes second. Mark Martin will finish third. Fourth position will go to Dale Jarrett and Terry Labonte fifth. And Rusty Wallace with his crew celebrating on pit lane getting ready to make the trip to victory lane.
11: I told you before great. the
2: race, the numbers were yours. How about it? Yeah, it was great. Uh, the, you know, the guys did a great job in the pits, and I always got to compliment them, you know. Uh, Rusty drove the smartest race I've ever seen him drive. And uh, the fifth win, I at least got to say hello to Lisa, Bray, and Briggs at home. I've ne- g- neglected them a little bit this year, but everybody did. It was a great team effort for us, you know, great.
7: Well, that's Robin
2: Pemberton, and they go to Victory Lane. So Rusty Wallace wins the Goodies 500. We will hear from him and the other top finishers in tonight's race. Give you the full finishing order and the complete post-race wrap-up. Don't go away. We're not done yet at Bristol. NASCAR Today
1: continues on MRN Radio. Sponsored by Ford Trucks
2: and your local Ford dealer. Have you driven a Ford lately? At the Bristol Motor Speedway, the Goodies 500 is in the record books for this evening. And Rusty Wallace is in victory lane now. We will hear from the winner of tonight's race coming up in a couple of moments. Jeff Gordon will finish second. Mark Martin third. Dale Jarrett fourth. And Terry Labonte fifth. Dale Earnhardt, pending the check of the final scoring, will finish back in the 24th spot. So unofficially by our calculations, Terry Labonte will lead Gordon by 114 points. Dale Jarrett by 127. And Dale Earnhardt by one based on the results of tonight's race. Let's hear from Gordon now. He's down at the gas pumps with Winston Kelly.
8: Jeff, it was a long, hot night. You had a dominant car there at one point early in the race, and then it looked like kind of Rusty Wallace had the dominant car. How about the race from your perspective?
4: It wasn't long enough, man. I'm ready to go another 100 laps. And I, I tell you what, this is the best condition I've ever been in. I've really been working working out hard with a trainer and eating right, and I feel 100%, man. I, I just Our car was set up to go you know 50 60 uh, green flag laps and we never got to do that except for early on and we checked out on him early but uh you know i believe that we had something for rusty uh if we could have gone long enough we would run him down but he was so strong i mean uh he when when he had new tires on they threw the green man he checked out but uh you know i don't know if he just saving his stuff there at the end but you know i really felt like we could have raced him we had some lap cars out there that did not use their head at all and it cost us a lot of time they let the leader go right on by and uh and wouldn't you know would hold us up you had your hands full holding off Mark Martin as well. Yeah, Mark came on strong. You know, I just tried to, you know, get in my rhythm, get my line. Once I started focusing on uh, on my own line and, and, and stopped worrying about who was behind me, you know, then uh, I was okay. When we got out in the open, I, you know, I could stretch Mark, but, uh, you know, he would really come on me on lap cavity. I was trying to be aggressive, but not too aggressive. I'd I much rather have one car in one piece than, uh, you know, than a fast car in about ten pieces. And he gains 20 points on the points championship chase.
3: Let's go now and see if we can get a word from Mark Martin.
8: Well, as the fireworks go off in the background, Mark, you, say, you said you did want to hear that or see
7: that caution come out there.
4: Well, the next to last set of tires I had on the car was really working, and we were beating them about a tenth a lap, and, you know, we came from back behind and almost had them run down, and the caution came out. And I hope that last set of tires would work as well, but they didn't. Uh, we could hang on to third, but uh, kind of... We were racy, but we just, we couldn't, you know, we couldn't do anything with them. So, you know, we were off just a tick tonight, but we got it going a little bit better toward the end. And uh, I got to be happy with that. If we can keep it running that good, uh, we'll win some races. Uh, They'll come in, uh, in a bunch, you know. I guarantee you. Mark
7: Martin, third place tonight here at Bristol, Tennessee.
2: And unfortunately, because Mark was not able to win, the Unical Challenge bonus will roll over for another week. It was $68,400. Add another $7,600 to that and take it off to Darlington Raceway for Bush Pole qualifying on Friday afternoon. So Mark finishing third, Jeff Gordon second, Rusty Wallace is in victory lane, you've got Dale Jarrett finishing fourth, and Terry Labonte fifth. Let us go back to Winston Kelly.
8: Uh, we're weaving our way back into the garage area in hopes that we can get... Get a comment from Terry Labani before we get off the air, as well as Dale Jarrett. We understand he's headed toward the garage area as well. Let's go down to Victory Lane. Well, there's a lot of Miller flying around here, as you'd
6: expect,
11: and a lot of smiles. Rusty Wallace, congratulations. Thanks a lot, Eli. I really appreciate it. My crew uh, did an excellent job on the pit stops today. Uh, my my chassis department did a great job on the shock absorbers and the chassis setup. Robin made a bunch of great calls. I'm just really proud of him. This is our fifth win of the year and uh, we're going to try to get some more because, you know, we've really been strong almost every single race And a couple stupid things, a dumb move on my part getting off the course at Watkins Glen and that motor problem last weekend. But at least I can say every time we're out, the car is running. But I'd like to thank all the sponsors, Fleetwood RVs, Mead, Mobile. Uh, Miller Brewing Company, Goodyear Tire, Mazak, PPG, all of them that support us. And I'm sure I forgot a couple, but you guys are all special to us. You always
6: like to use the word launch. And, man, every time Doyle dropped that green today, you just got gone, didn't you?
11: There wasn't no lead in this rear end, man. I'll tell you, I had about uh, three or four hours of sleep after the last practice. Mama was down here with all the kids, had a good dinner, and I was ready. Any close calls? has always seemed to be. You came out uh, pretty much unscathed, huh? Yeah, I think every every lap we make in this race is a close call. If you get away from it, you've done something. So we got away with all of them today. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Rusty We're, Wallace, he's become a regular citizen
2: down here at Victory Lane at Bristol. Win number six for him here at this racetrack. And as Rusty mentioned, his fifth of 1996. So uh, good evening here at the racetrack for the Penske South team and Rusty Wallace. Check back in the garage and get a word with uh, both Dale Jarrett and uh, Terry Labonte. First we'll start with winston kelly
8: we're still uh, hoping to get a word with terry labani he stepped into the kellogg's holler and he's changing his clothes having a little debrief session with uh gary dehart so we hope to get a comment from him uh terry labani see if we can uh, ease up here into the trailer Terry's putting on some shoes. We'll get a comment from him in just
2: a moment. I will right, we'll take a minute to remind you, uh, or let you know, rather, that the members of the media covering tonight's Goodies 500 have voted the Goodies Headache Award of $1,000 to Terry's brother, Bobby, who was running 11th at the time uh, John Andretti got bumped around into the wall in uh, turn number four. That was at lap 409, and Bobby is going to end up well down in the finishing order tonight. He'll get the $1,000 from Goody's Headache Powders, plus a $250 donation will be made to the Brenner Children's Hospital in Winston-Salem, North Carolina uh, from Goody's Headache Powders in the name of Bobby Labonte, and also just getting word that the Donnie Wingo, crew chief for Jimmy Spencer, has been given the $5,000 RCA Pitt Strategy Award for helping their driver to a top 10 finish tonight, so we congratulate Donnie on the that nomination. Back to Jim Phillips.
7: Well, we're waiting on Dale Jarrett to come out uh, from his hauler. He's up in front uh, changing his clothes, and uh, he'll be out in just a moment. We hope to get a word from the fourth place finisher from tonight's uh Goodies, five hundred.
2: All right. Uh, some other uh, other post race awards, rather, as uh, we sift through the uh, post race part of our broadcast tonight. Barney, how about the bestest break of the race award? You and I having to uh, send five hundred dollars towards charity in the name of uh, whomever it is we think got the best break, uh, good or bad, in tonight's race. Uh, got any ideas on that? Well, there were a lot of
3: guys that had uh, several bad breaks. So the one break that I remember early in the race is pointed out on Wally Dollenbach when he did such a great job down there of keeping that car from going back up and taking out about half the field was a good break for him and a good piece of driving. Uh, that was the one I kind of
2: singled out, I think. And uh, I, I think I'll go along with that. That uh, certainly was a, a good move down the main straightaway and a good break to be able to get. Like Rusty Wallace said in Victory Lane there a minute ago, you don't often miss everything that happens here. And uh, Wally was able to bring the car around to the finish of the event. So we'll give Wally Dallin back the Ray Bestis break of the Race Award. And $500 will go to charity in his name from Ray Bestis, the official brakes of NASCAR. Rusty Wallace led it halfway. He got the $10,000 Gatorade Front Runner Award. The winning crew chief, Robin Pemberton, gets the $2,000 Plastic Coat Winning Finish Award tonight. And Donnie Wingo also gets the Western Auto mechanic of the race. That $2,000 from Western Auto, the official auto parts and service store of NASCAR. So the uh, Goodies 500 is in the books. Rusty Wallace is in victory lane. We'll give you the full finishing order and tell you what's coming up next week uh, as the NASCAR Winston Cup circuit moves to Darlington. All that in a minute. We now have our fourth and fifth place finishers down in the garage. Let us start by getting a word from Dale Jarrett. He finished fourth.
7: Well, Dale, at one point in the race, it looked like it was going to be all gone for you, but you came back to finish fourth. Great run.
9: Yeah, we had a good car, and the
0: guys did a terrific job in the pits and. You know, we got a set of tires there one time that I thought it had a flat, and they were just real loose, and we got it adjusted back. And then on the last restart, got in behind some lap cars, and uh, they wanted to race and just didn't get by them. But Rusty was awful strong. Those guys in front of me were strong. We'll take a fourth and, and get out of Bristol and, and feel pretty happy. And go
7: after that Winston million.
0: Yeah, we're looking forward to next week. It's finally here now. Can't say that we got to focus on
2: this race or that race. Uh, it's focused on Darlington now, and uh, we're excited about the opportunity and see if we can put this Ford Quality Care, Ford Credit, Thunderbird, in victory lane next week. Dale Jarrett, fourth place tonight. It goes after a million dollars next week. Winston Kelly is uh, with Terry the Body, who finished fifth. Started third, finished fifth. How was your night tonight, Terry? Well, we, we didn't do like
8: near as good as we thought we should, but... Uh guys in the Kellogg's team did a great job working on the car tried to get it better every pit stop and we just we were off tonight a little bit just the car just didn't handle like it needed to and uh you know so we salvaged the top five out of it but uh we were just off a little bit seemed to come on a little bit there toward the end I don't think anybody had anything for Rusty and Mark and uh and Jeff but your car seemed to come on a little bit stronger toward the end was that the case well you know we we were decent but the lap traffic kind of hung us up there on that last restart so we lost a lot of ground to them and and uh, I didn't quite run the 88 back down. I thought I, I thought I might have something for him if I could catch him, but I never could catch him. Gained some points in some places, lost a few in others, but not very many. Terry Labonte comes home fifth.
2: So that is a look at the, uh, or words from the top five finishers in tonight's Goodies 500. Back with the full finishing order. Again, another look at the championship standings and a word about Darlington next week in a minute. From Bristol Motor Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Some 91,000 fans beginning to file out of the Bristol Motor Speedway now and head home after the Goodies 500 to Rusty Wallace, the dominant driver in the event. Let's take a look at the finish now.
3: Rusty Wallace does win the Goodies 500. Jeff Gordon finishes second. Mark Martin will run third. Dale Jarrett finished fourth. Terry Labonte was fifth. Michael Waltrip, good run, finishes sixth. Jimmy Spencer finished 7th, Ward Burton was 8th, Ricky Rudd ran ninth. Bobby Hamilton finished 10th, Darrell Waltrip 11th, Ted Musgrave 12th, 13th to Kenny Schrader, Brent Monine finishes 14th, Kenny Wallace 15th, Lake Speed 16th, Jeremy Mayfield was 17th, Sterling Marlin 18th, Morgan Shepard 19th, and Hut Strickland round out the
2: top 20. Ricky Craven will end up 21st tonight with Bobby Hillen subbing for Bill Elliott, 22nd. Chad Little, 23rd. Dale Earnhardt will finish 24th tonight. And Wally Dallenbach, 25th. 26th was Dick Trickle. Dave Marcus, 27th. Johnny Benson, 28th. Derek Cope, 29th. And Gary Bradbury, 30th. 31st to Jim Sauter. Bobby Labonte will finish 32nd. Robert Presley, 33rd. Joe Nemechek, 34th. And Rick Mast in 35th. 36th was Ernie Irvin. 37th to Jeff Burton. 38th John Andretti, Jeff Bodine finished 39th, the uh, last car in the starting grid at the finish. Rusty Wallace led the most laps, 353 of the 500 to be specific. Eight lead changes among five drivers. Eight caution flags slowed the race for 67 laps. Average speed was 91.258 miles an hour. And that is the race summary for the Goodies 500. Bobby Labonte completing tonight some 408 laps, so raising $408 for the United Way in the Wix Charity Challenge from Wix Filters. $5,063 the season's total now. After 22 events, again in the Wicks Charity Challenge for the United Way. So looking at the NASCAR Winston Cup Championship standings, uh, Barney heading off to Darlington. Terry the body lost a little ground tonight to Jeff Gordon. The lead was 134 coming into the race. It is now 114. He lost 20 points of that. Gordon takes over sole possession of second. He was tied with Dale Earnhardt there. Dale Jarrett moves into third. Earnhardt slips all the way back to the uh, fourth position as we get set to head to Darlington. And it will be Jarrett uh, dominating much of the headlines of the next several days.
3: That's another racetrack where it's it's a matter of survival, just like Bristol is. The points could turn completely around down there, depending on how the guys finish or what kind of luck they have. It's going to be a big weekend in Darlington. Look forward to getting down there.
2: And we will be there beginning on Friday afternoon with coverage of Bush Pole qualifying at 3 o'clock Eastern time. Saturday, the NASCAR Busch Series Loop 200 at 1245. And the Mountain Dew Southern 500 next Sunday at 1245 Eastern time. The run for the Winston Select Million from Dale Jarrett will be there to bring it to you live. Take a minute, salute Kellogg's best of NASCAR this week. We tip our hat to the winner of the Wednesday night, Joe Hamilton Memorial at, uh, I believe that was in Peoria, Illinois, that was held, and uh, Joe Kasiski took the 50-lap main event there. Also, Jeff Fuller scoring his first NASCAR Busch Series win last night here at Bristol in the Food City 250, and Danny Bagwell got the win for the NASCAR Goodies Dash Series in Richmond, Virginia. That race happening uh, earlier this weekend, Friday night, that is Kellogg's Best of NASCAR this weekend from Kellogg's, the best to you each morning. Tomorrow, a NASCAR doubleheader up in New York State at Watkins Glen International, the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, running the Parts America 150 to be followed by a 100-mile event for the NASCAR Featherlight Modified Tour. First time they've been on a road course in maybe 15, 20 years anyway. And that comes up tomorrow at Watkins Glen. TBN Radio, a division of the Motor Racing Network, has live coverage of the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series race for you tomorrow at 12.15 Eastern Time. A couple of other uh, events happening throughout the week this week. Stafford Motor Speedway hosting a 150 lapper for the NASCAR Featherlight Modified Tour next Friday night. And the NASCAR Goodies Dash Series, a part of the big Darlington race weekend. They'll be at Florence Motor Speedway Friday night for a 100 lapper at 9 p.m. Eastern time. As we wrap things up from here in Bristol tonight, we want to remind you that Ned Jarrett will be along with the world of racing every weekday morning throughout the week. We'll have NASCAR today for you, weekday afternoons, and another edition of NASCAR Live, Tuesday night 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Your chance to talk to the stars of NASCAR racing. That is what's upcoming between now and when we join you from Darlington Raceway. I want to thank Sherry Smith and Joanna Hammonds for their help on the scoring loop this weekend here at Bristol, and the voices you heard on our live coverage of the Goodies 500 tonight. Joe Moore on the back straightaway Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Eli Gold, who covered the pit and garage areas. The Victory Lane celebration is ongoing for Rusty Wallace for the 46th time in his NASCAR Winston Cup Series career. He wins the Goodies 500 at Bristol. For Barney Hall, I'm Alan Bestwick saying good night from Tennessee. This week's MRN Classic Race has been brought to you by Hercules Tires.